0: uh what's good internet welcome to episode 519 of waypoint radio i am your host that we Rob was canceled over the weekend. Um, uh, and so Rob's not on the podcast. And uh, I look forward to his notes yeah, app um, yeah. apology. I don't know what he I don't know what he did, but he did something. And so uh, It's that they were
2: alphabetical. That was the real problem.
3: <laughs> the you
0: is, you know, what like,
1: did I mean? Writing into gaming right
0: into gamingadvice.com with how do you think Rob got cancelled? Um, we'll read <laughs> your hypothetical thoughts on what happened to Rob um, on on the next podcast. Uh, No, Rob's taking a... Rob loves Halloween so much, just had to get out there early. (laughs) Can't do a podcast. Gotta get out there and celebrate the Halloween spirit uh, ahead of time. But yes, I am your host. Uh, I am joined. uh, No, Rob, but I have a Renata Price. Hello. I have a Cotto. Hello. Are you Ricardo? Oh, Cato, that's fine. Ricardo. Ricardo.
3: Riccaboo. It's (laughs) me, the Dark Ricardo. Oh, no. Not the Dark Ricardo.
0: It's me. (laughs) Dark Ricardo. Anti-Cado. Yeah. Um, uh, We have new merch. I'm doing it. Yeah. I did it, Cado. I did it, we did it. We're (laughs) promoting something that we should promote right off the bat. If you go to waypointgeneralstore.com, we have some merch to celebrate Six years of Waypoint666666666. You can go to, uh, like I said, waypointgeneralstore.com. We have uh, some new artwork from uh, Jimmy Geigrich, uh, who has a bunch of incredible stuff that yeah. you can check out at jgillustration.com. But at waypointgeneralstore.com, that's where.
3: Oh, also. I, I, I always yeah. forget. I always, I always uh, link Jimmy's personal. Uh, but he runs a, uh, a, a t-shirt store, actually, called pizzapartyprinting.com. Ooh, you go check ha, it out. Ha. So many cool shirts over there. Just You're like, wearing one
0: right now. Yeah, I'm wearing a <laughs>
3: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one that you can no longer buy because it was an early run. But they've Damn. got... Out out, <laughs> out here just
0: dragging folks for not getting the, the time t-shirt drop. Uh, but yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy did a, an excellent job. They have yeah. a lot of other really, really, really good shit. Uh, we were, we we're definitely going for a... Spooky heavy metal vibe and Jimmy nailed it. Uh we have uh two different uh posters, 18 by 24, 24 by 36, um, and a t-shirt. Uh what is the difference between these two t-shirts?
2: Uh
3: the comfort cut? Te- oh, I yeah. see. I see.
0: Yes, comfort tee, women's comfort tee. Okay, I It's see, got I the see, like
3: swoopy cut, slimmer cut if you want that sort of cut.
0: To swoop or not to swoop. That is, that the, is question. the question. Yeah. When you go to Waypoint General <laughs> store, Dot com. Still got all the other uh, stuff, you know, except for the old mug. You know, maybe one day, you know, people people out here. I had I had someone uh, send me a message recently that uh, the old mug, it broke. They dropped it. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I can't replace no. it. I can't. <laughs> I can't replace it. In fact, I think if we were to bring back the old mug, we'd have to. we We toyed with an idea at one point of. Uh, re-releasing the mug but like under ho- heavy JPEG compression <laughs> oh, artifacting shit. it was really yes. goofy
3: yes I forgot about the fucking internet baked JPEG
0: <laughs> like yeah exactly like doing the equivalent of a JPEG being you know tossed around for 10 years between different compression sites what if we yeah. did that too but we were worried that like as uh, Kato was experimenting with it it kind of looked cool yeah it's like oh shit <laughs> we're not it. accomplishing our goal of making it look bad we're to our goal of making <laughs> our anti-goal of making it look cool. Actually, hmm.
3: JPEG compression fucking rules. This is, this is awesome.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we have arrived. Yes, we have arrived at, at, the, at the point where we are. If you lived through the JPEG compression era, it annoyed you, but now it has become an aesthetic. Yeah, and we yeah. lust for it. We we, <laughs> we we want the we we at Waypoint want the compression. Do um, you think
2: if I hope really hard, one day I'll be j- JPEG
0: compressed in real life? <laughs> what? Can I mean, every time we start a video J-p-pressed. call, I mean, that, that's that, true. You know, I never know what's going to come out of friend's <laughs> webcam. So you know, we were we were interlaced or deinterlaced today. You, if you can look into some sort of, there's got to be a TikTok filter that does JPEG artifacting. <laughs> no, it's I like, want it in my day to day Is, that what, the, is that what the Zoomers want? Is to. <laughs> Look like a werewolf or a, a be a JPEG artifacted to Helen back. I, I want to walk into the
2: bodega and then be like, are you feeling under the weather? You're, you're a little bit more artifacted than usual today. <laughs> you are. You know, I'm noticing that your pixels are a little bit blockier Aww. than they usually are. And I, I'll be like, hey, man, I appreciate you checking in. Um, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm just I'm just trying on a new thing. And they'll be well, like, Then, right, then right.
0: Ren, fi- Ren finds out she's, that she's actually in the metaverse. Uh, (laughs) unfortunately that's god damn you
4: zuck fuck let me free (laughs) me uh
0: a little bit of uh, news uh that that occurred the last couple of days um this morning um we were having a debate on how to pronounce this because my favorite part about doing a podcast is uh writing things down and then realizing you've never said the word out loud and uh especially when that is extended to internet handles people's online uh, presences. And so, Kato, you went with Nibble. I was like Nibble yeah. because I was pronounced as Nibelian as I like was... the actual Twitter in my head I read it as Nibelian.
3: Yeah, Nibelian. Nibelian.
0: Nibelian. Nibelian. I don't Nibelian. know.
3: Nibelian. Uh,
0: either well, either way, um well they uh announced today that uh they uh, are are they if you are are unfamiliar for some for some reason. My guess is if you are online like games on Twitter um although obviously given the current moment um and this is related to it maybe maybe you're turning in the direction of getting away from Twitter which is a healthy decision for for all people involved uh but um uh, it was you know like nibble and no, no, I don't know what to do with this name but them <laughs> and mario 64 were the most well known for uh like being great follows if you wanted breaking news um wire 64 had did a lot of sales stuff it seems to have turned that into a full full full-time job i have asked wire 64 several times can i write about you what you do is strange and i would like and and they they're very kind and then they say no um and uh so yeah like the the the, this uh, the decision to step back uh came with a uh Uh, A brief statement. Um, uh, After some introspection, I made the decision to focus my time and energy elsewhere and move on from Twitter. This marks the end of my video game coverage and active participation in this platform. Thanks to everybody for the fun times. Farewell. P.S. I'll leave the account up so that nobody can grab the handle for malicious purposes. Uh,
2: They got
3: rid of the their their profile pic, which was so lovely. It was. I love the fact that they.
2: The fact that they close that, that they're just like I'm done writing about games. I'm done like breaking news about games is is a real power move. Like not only am I am I fucking off from this platform, I'm fucking off from every platform. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's not, uh... they,
0: they they did recently announce uh, they had a, a, a Patreon um a couple of weeks back um because they they found themselves in, like this really interesting spot, which is and I, I think this is like true uh, for a lot of probably you know when you're on Twitter and you're asking yourself what am I doing here. What am I getting out of this? Um, is that it's not easy to monetize, right? It is mm-hmm. not It is not the same way as an Instagram or a TikTok in which there is a – it may not clear, but there is a path towards being popular and then making money off that popularity. Like the, b- broadly what you see on Twitter is a, a post go viral and that person gets contacted by like – a sex toy manufacturer that says, could you please like post a link to this sales on, you know, underneath? Like, I feel like that's the most common thing I see of someone being able to make any sort of money, uh, here. And so it sounds like maybe the Patreon wasn't enough. And then also I think having the, the phrasing, uh, uh, in the comment be, uh, uh, my active participation in this platform does seem to coincide with the sale of Twitter to Elon Musk and which has a, a lot of folks, uh, questioning whether they want to continue contributing to Twitter. Cause really Twitter only gets, it only works because of the people on it. Um And at, at the point that it is, you know, possibly be going to becoming more hostile, more, somehow more hostile than it already was under the uh, leadership of Elon Musk. I, I think understandably has a lot of people wondering, or at least like doing some self-examination of like, what kind of online communities do I want to be a part of? How, how do I want to, my uh sort of like public facing sort of image like where is that projected i don't know like we're I'm, I'm curious where where both both you have kind of fallen on this uh, Are are we hashtag delete twitter or are, are we here to watch the chaos unfold before our very eyes
2: if the website burns the website burns i need it for work <laughs> I, will, I will continue i will continue to be on twitter.com like truly like truly i i i don't know
0: I think I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, I like a lot of other people, like we went to Substack and like was like, I don't know, this could be a newsletter someday, I guess. And then a couple hundred people, you know, uh, you know, subscribe to a I mean, there's nothing there and I'm not charging anything. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm with you. Like Twitter is extremely important for the public facing part of my career. Like there are people who are like there's a whole section of professionals who like are on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn is Twitter. Like that's how I meet people. That's how right. I network. It's how, uh, that number, that follow number is in many ways, like part of my resume. Like it is a snapshot of like, Oh, this person at least, you know, <laughs> some measure of dipshits want to follow what this person has to say. That's not like a necessarily a quality indicator, but it is sort of like uh, a snapshot. And, uh, and so I find myself in the same, the same boat run of, uh, I will continue to be here for professional purposes, but like long right. prior to this, I t- like once I had kids, I spent a long time thinking about what exactly am I doing quote on here, and a lot of what I came to was I need to find places privately where I can like have online interactions, communities that are I feel are valuable, and what needs to happen on Twitter is as little personal introspection yeah. and availability as possible. I kind of yeah. came to the conclusion that. Although social media uh, rewards, like if I posted pictures of my kids, that's not going to get the most likes. People want to see that. And I get it. My kids are extremely cute. But I, I don't think people have the right to that part of my life. And right. I, I think Twitter is an especially bad place to share that. And so around the time my kids were born is when I try to like really take stock of, okay, this is going to be a place where I share my articles. I have interactions. It's a great place to find sources for stories. It has its usefulness. Um, and I, I I would be sad for Twitter as a concept if it if it all burned. But at least while while it's here, it's important. It's it's valuable to me. And then I'll like everything else. It's like you keep, you know what was social media you know uh, in the MySpace era as that was like another thing pops up and like grabs that oxygen. It just may be a different type of oxygen. It will, there there will not be a Twitter two It will just be something else. But in in the meantime, uh, unfortunately, Twitter helps pay my like put food (laughs) on the table. So so I I will continue, I will continue to be here. And I would like, I would be nice if it got better. I don't, I don't feel, I don't, I feel like that is unlikely, but, (laughs) uh, but it is one of those, it's one of those things, like because it doesn't, like Twitter is a place that really, it's very easy to get lost in it. And it it can prey on like your worst personal instincts. And so it takes an incredible amount of restraint to like hopefully use it for like the things that can be good for you at, but I also don't blame people for being, especially if you don't need it, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, like, go, like you know, go find those private communities that are gonna, you know, where you're gonna find that value.
3: To a certain ex- extent, like, I'm a hardcore lurker. I don't post much. It's really mm-hmm. just, was a replacement for the whatever million RSS feeds I used to have back in the day. And it's a little bit, like, slower than an RSS feed usually because not everywhere posts every single thing they're making anyways. Mm-hmm. Um... So in that sense, I'll probably still be there as long as those people are still there that I'm like, I want the information from, right? Right. But as like, yeah, as a place to be social, I very rarely no. use it as that anyways already. So like, meh. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I mean like, there, there are there a are few things that uh, I enjoy. It is like the ultimate time waster of when I have three minutes, I'm waiting in line. Yeah. Okay. Click refresh, click refresh. Like that, that is probably like the most valuable thing to get out of Twitter is just I need, I have a couple of minutes. It's not enough time to actually boot up well, I guess you could play Marvel Snap. Um, yeah, so, now you
3: got um, Marvel Snap. There you go. You don't gotta go to Twitter. Don't use you just Twitter. Go Snap.
0: I've got Marvel Snap. <laughs> I haven't played anymore since we I oh,
3: wow. weekends get shot for uh, me. But, um uh, I wish I could say that. Uh, yeah, how what do we uh, what are we at? Cotton? I'm almost good, I'm almost I'm almost done with the battle pass. Uh, that that seems like a lot of hours though. Um, they usually
0: construct those things where it takes a while. Are you yeah. just are you just playing with your phone plugged in? Like charged or you no. switched to, to desktop?
3: No, I, I will play it and then my phone will die and I'll plug it in. And then I'll keep <laughs> playing. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up how easy it is to get lost in that game, especially because it feels like the matches are short, but not that mm-hmm. short. Sometimes it can go like five minutes for a single match, but then you're like, that was like a minute and you do another one and you oh, no. do another one. <laughs> And then you're like, I've been one. sitting on the couch looking at my phone, doing Pokemon Snap, the no, Pokemon, Marvel Snap for uh, like three hours. Whoops! Ah, <laughs> uh, dang, happens to us all. They got but me most They got uh, me. Well, uh, I've yeah. spent enough. I spent enough time in there that I was like, fine, I'll send them some money. But really, what got me was I hit a wall. I finally hit a wall of like, what did you,
0: spe- did you spend? You spent money because of the wall, or basically, yes. Okay, uh, so where was the wall?
3: The wall ends up being... So, you know, you can upgrade card visuals, which gives you collection points, which moves you down the collection tree to get more uh, drops, right, for cards. Mm-hmm. Um, at a certain point, you can't upgrade your the visuals of your cards anymore because you're out of credits. And in order to get credits, you have to... You get some on the collection track itself. You get some from for free from the battle pass. But you get a lot more on the paid version of the battle pass. Also, oh, the paid okay. version of the battle pass included Miles Morales as the first uh, damn unlock. Gotcha. And I
2: was like, Did they obliterated, ruined. You had no fucking chance, that, Brad? had No fucking chance. <laughs> no fucking, I was, I'm
3: the laser target. How much is fuck. the the battle pass? Twenty bucks. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Okay. Um, and
0: how 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 long is that supposed to like? How, how long I is think... the season? Do we know? I guess it just launched.
3: But... Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> like a month, maybe. Where's my phone? Oh shit! Where's my phone? Oh fuck!
0: Did your partner <laughs> take your phone? Maybe. not like, oh, no more. No more Marvel Snap. What
3: did I do? I don't. I I I would look it up, but my phone is not on my ask. Which I thought maybe it was this owned. is
0: healthy for you. You can't find. I can't access can't
3: axi- I can't accidentally start playing Marvel can't Snap. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, I think some of the early mentioning of like, the only thing that you would purchase things for is cosmetics is kind of untrue when what gets you more card drops is upgrading the cosmetics to your cards, right? Like, yes, directly what you are spending money on would technically be getting those upgrades from like... Frame break to 3D mode on the on the card, but then that also includes the XP for the track that gets you cards, and that that's the only way to get cards. So it's it's more of a like two layer situation than like no, you you would never spend money to do this thing specifically.
0: Well, I guess the, the the question then becomes, and maybe this is too early for you to know, and this will all have to play out in the broader meta as the game goes forward. But it's it's one thing for this to be cards that you don't have. Yeah, it'll be another. That are there from a balance perspective? Are these cards that are, are, you're going to need to have in order right. to you know? Does that only affect high level play? Then okay, that's not the end of the world. But if it starts disrupting the meta for you know other players, where right. it's like there becomes a stack of enough cards over time that you do not get access to if you don't pay. That makes just date like moment to moment playing for the average player less fun. Um, it seems like that's where they could get into trouble with the system. They have totally.
3: Set. That's always a, a balancing thing that is hard to do with like randomized card games. Of like, well, who has access to what, and how do you pair those people online? If and I've heard, I haven't actually looked into this, but I've heard that matchmaking takes into account how many like that's like, what, what that level people were telling connection. me that was
0: one of the things they were excited about. Right, this game in particular was like, hey, if you don't. Like if, if let's say there is a card that is kind of unbalanced or, or or very high level and it's part of a battle pass, in theory you shouldn't get matched up with people who has have that. that, right? Um, which is which is a cool system, yeah. Uh, if it if it works as advertised, right?
3: So far, so far so good. Like I haven't seen anything that I feel like, oh, if only I had that, I'd be like golden. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything that I don't have that feels too overpowered. Really, like the cards generally seem to pretty well balanced and. um there is one card that would ruin me and I haven't seen it in play and I'm curious if that's not, if that's because I don't, haven't unlocked it yet. Uh, Mm. Because I'm playing, I'm playing a very specific kind of deck. I'm playing a, what you would call in magic, a white weenie deck where, Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Uh, So essentially, More about the white (laughs) weenie. Yeah, In magic, white, uh has a tendency to have a lot of enchantments that can boost creatures and so one of the decks that arises out of that is playing a lot of very cheap small cards the weenies Mm uh and then boosting them to make them very strong and now you have a ton of strong guys instead of like one or two very strong guys that you paid more for um so in this game i'm playing a deck that is half one drops half of the like more than half, actually, of the whole deck is just one-cost creatures that do... Uh do good things for me in general, and then the right. last, the fourth, fifth, and sixth drops are all things that boost those three, those one drop creatures. And so, if I play my cards correctly, I end up getting a huge boost on the last turn that often swings me the game because they're not expecting it. They're like, "What are all these one these one drops? Aren't doing shit? Like they're they're playing poorly." And then I like boost everything three times with my. <laughs> there's a specific combo where I have one that is specifically plus one to all one cost cards another one my my that's my four drop my five drop is uh plus one to every card so everything on the board gets a boost and my six drop Mm -hmm. is repeat all ongoing abilities on this location where you play it and those other two are ongoing abilities so suddenly everything that was getting plus one is now getting plus two and all the one drops Mm -hmm. are getting plus two because they're getting hit by the plus one guy and the everything guy now they're getting plus four uh, and everything just blows up in people's faces. Um, it's not foolproof. Like, I, I still lose every once in a while to, like, misplays or, like, certain types of... I still of, uh... lose every once in a while. <laughs> Damn. taking I'm taking nails out here. Mostly the, the out fun... Out The real thing is that... <laughs> The real thing is that I can't count and it's a math game. So sometimes I'll be like, yeah, Ah. that seems right. And then I'll like lose by one. I'm like, fuck, I should have actually just counted Ah. it out. (laughs) Especially what's especially fun is the, the like whole like kind of betting mechanic of like, this is how much rank you're going to gain or lose, depending on, like, mm-hmm. whether or not... I snap on turn one. The, the The game opens, I hit snap immediately. We're not playing for a single cube. Fuck that. That's going to take a million years to to climb the ranks with. Um, I'm, like, level 40 now. I hit, uh, I think it's gold I've rank. heard
0: people have been using that snap mechanic at... On one, essentially, as an intimidation tactic.
3: (laughs) I'm doing it mostly because it's just like, it doesn't feel like a worth it otherwise. Like, a single cube. Sounds
0: like an intimidation (laughs) tactic. I know maybe you don't want to phrase it that way. It hasn't worked. It hasn't
3: worked. People have beat my ass. (laughs) Been like, what is this this idiot doing? And um, uh, a lot of people are much smarter than me and will (laughs) pull out on the last... Turn understanding that they were like, Oh, I would have lost. Because what it does on turn six is like, you have an option. You go through with your turn six, or you can pull out and like, it's half of the amount of cubes that you would win or lose. Uh, Because on turn six, you have to
0: commit to the, 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 okay, taking the cards off the table. Right. I gotcha. Uh,
3: So you will lose less if you end up losing. But then if you don't end up losing, then you win more. Great. Uh, I often, don't stop to consider whether or not I should pull out at the last second. (laughs) And uh, so I've been floating, probably making less progress than I could if I was a little more careful in that last round. What's the fun in that though? Yeah, exactly.
0: We're just here to have fun. Yeah.
3: Right.
0: Uh, Speaking of taking L's, uh, Helena Taylor, the uh, Bayonetta voice actor, (laughs) this is sort of a close the loop on, on this story. My guess is, my guess is we're not going to hear a whole lot more from <laughs> Helena Taylor going forward. Um, um, Bayonetta 3 is now out. Uh, Ren has, has our copy of that, and we'll be checking back in later. I'm curious to see what you, you make of it. But before we yep. get to there, um, uh, a couple of days back, uh, Helena Taylor, uh, after saying you know, some version of, uh, oh, my posts have hit a nerve with people. Low pay resonates not just in the gaming industry, but in the wider world beyond. All over the planet, God. and then there's a bunch of follow-up tweets, a lot of hashtags, big hashtags, um, <laughs> and then a bunch of you know charities that, in theory, uh, if you didn't want to, if you like, basically like she was calling for a boycott of Bayonetta 3. You can refer to a previous podcast or or, or you know Google you know catch up on on all the ensuing drama that came out of uh, her her accusations and allegations. But um, essentially, like if you if you still supported her cause. Um, and But also really wanted to play Bayonetta 3. The thought was, well, rather than boycotting the game, here are some charities and other organizations you can donate to. Uh, uh, one of which uh, is a, a group in Kentucky that is uh, currently or, or recently was running anti-abortion billboards. So, you know, just yeah. uh, woman power. Woo, woo, woo. Like, go get it. Um, oh, no. Body autonomy. Who knows? Who could Listen, say? She's, um, she's
2: girl bossing. Girl bossing. <laughs> right.
0: That's true. Well, that's what the hashtags are for. Every right. other hashtag is a is an additional level up, kind of like, like uh, Kato uh, you know, of, getting up the ladder and Marvel Snap. Yeah. like every hashtag, you boss a little girler. <laughs> exactly, you boss, girl, your little
2: people bosser. don't people no, often no, said, misunderstand
3: girl bossing. It's not a girl who is a boss bossing. It is mm-hmm. bossing other girls.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly Damn. about what they should and shouldn't do with their body. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Good observation, Kato. Kato, that was thank so you. brave thank of you. you to say, was, by the way. May I for... just may
2: I just fucking add
0: real quick. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what Helen Taylor's up to. <sighs> I don't think we need to give her any more oxygen and I yeah. Um, I guess go enjoy Bayonetta three if that game is is your thing. Um uh elsewhere, uh Kato. Uh this is not video game related, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Frankly, if we just say it enough times, maybe one will appear, and uh, the world will decide that yes, Halloween Three: Season of the Witch does deserve a video game tie-in made for <laughs> the PS2. Oh um, my god, doesn't oh my exist god. yet. I I am uh, a a long-time Halloween Three: Season of the Witch champion. Uh, this is a, a film that so John Carpenter makes Halloween, and then is essentially f- bullied into making Halloween Two, a movie he constantly trashes. Shits on, says is awful, is not proud of, and he's right. <laughs> no, he did not um, and but he was, you know, kind of at the you know, he, he didn't own the franchise, right. uh, but had a lot of uh cultural uh cachet at, at that moment. And Halloween was always intended from his perspective, uh, to be to be an anthology series in which Michael Myers was just a story. Right. That, one of there, many. Every creatures. year. Yeah. Every year there'd be a Halloween movie around Halloween and it would just be a different a different tale. Um and the one attempt at, at making that work, because it didn't happen after that, mm. and it was just Michael Myers all the way down for the next twenty years, uh, was Halloween three Season of the Witch. Um, and it was and a, a success,
3: that, and then the Halloween series became an anthology, and all the other Halloween movies that have come out. I love it. it. It's amazing. Every year I go to the
0: theater, and there's just a new story. He,
3: John Carpenter was right, it turns out. I mean, well, he, he was. was. He was. Uh, he he was. was. John Carpenter is always right. <laughs> go not read
0: any of his interviews. incredible. But- uh, it's a movie that like bombed to the box office, didn't make any money. Michael Myers comes back for all future installments. Um uh, so they can just ring ring that out of each each subsequent release. But uh Season of the Witch got a, a real cult following over the years for its theme song, um, uh and uh for its bleak ending, uh for the most awkward sex scene maybe put to film. Yeah. Um that one in the hotel, that one. Woo. In the hotel. Um <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you make of Season of the Witch Kato? I'm I'm delighted that you you chose to embark great, on this adventure.
3: Great. Great movie with a lot of bad things in it, but also it's still Hell a very yeah. good movie. <laughs> it's still a very good film and I don't understand why this wasn't, you know, raved about and why it bombed. I mean, I do maybe the maybe the I- anti-Irish sentiment that kind of trickles in. Oh, you know, <laughs> no, but that's come just, on. It's just that's just, no, it's, it's
2: movie. Come on. <laughs> it's not Listen. real Irish people. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> wow, what did
3: you just say, Kato? Yeah, Kato can you. It's just, just they're that? they're fake. It's a movie. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. 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 Rob wasn't canceled. Kato was for yeah. their <laughs> Irish their Irish takes
2: oh my god Kato uh, reinvented anti-Irish sentiment in the year of our Lord 2022 <laughs> What do you think uh, you are truly
3: just like so many the good season of the witch yeah pl-
0: please please
3: please uh God it's truly like but it's cuz you on that phone though but the phone is tv and consumerism around the holidays so like true. especially specifically halloween but also just like you know capitalism in general the uh the the story follows and this was one of the first mistakes i feel like they made is it's, it, the main character is kind of dull uh a uh divorced dad Hell yeah, Mr. Starting strong. Starting strong. Uh, divorced dad who's not very good at taking care of his kids. But it's okay because the reason he's not good at taking care of his kids is because he's a doctor. So he's just very busy. Mm-hmm. He's a doctor doing doctor mm-hmm. things and definitely not hitting on every single female that he works with.
4: <laughs> like, oh, definitely goodnight. not Hell yeah. <laughs>
3: constantly uh, workplace harassing his coworkers. But. um. Essentially, it follows him investigating the death of a of uh, a person who wanders into town, grasping a mask from a, 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 a like nationwide seller of Halloween masks called Silver Shamrock, and and here you can see where we begin the slight descent so into true, uh, weird like uh, stereotypical uh, Irish uh, people. There's um some very interesting accents being pulled what's funny is that the Mm -hmm. one guy who's actually irish doesn't have anything like what you would consider a quote-unquote irish accent which is great the um the guy the 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 big bad the like ceo of the factory at shamrock silver shamrock that actor is actually irish but like he just has like a kind of weird mid-atlantic accent um which is uh, funny, because everyone else who was supposed to quote-unquote be Irish is doing their worst. Like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> and, Sorry, Connor, can I get that again? Sorry, Connor, can I please no, get that again? I will never. You can go back and listen to it on the podcast. Wow. Add it to the soundboard. <laughs> um, but it's... it's it's some um, it goes places where you're not expecting it honestly like they, 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 it pulls a lot of uh, imagery from the first one in a way where you're like oh okay i see the parallels that are happening here between these people uh mostly in uh suits in this one uh that are have become kind of the like stalking characters the way that um yeah, that Michael Myers was right. This is the big. This is the yeah, big part, reveal. But no, like, you can do. Uh, uh, it was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, you
0: got robots. You have. You have. Yeah. Uh, uh, like. Celtic demon gods that need ch- uh, child, need sacrifice. child so sacrifices. They have crea- yes. created yes. a Halloween company that produces masks that, when the kids put the mask on and they watch the silver shamrock TV show, like the theme Hold song, on.
3: I, we got to talk it's about. It's going to the turn them into bugs throughout the entire fucking movie. They 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 have this ad running. Uh, and it starts on eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, mm-hmm, Halloween, mm-hmm, which means mm-hmm. they recorded how many of these ads and are running them every oh. single day. They've got, they've got at least nine, right? <laughs> like eight through one and then Halloween day. Mm-hmm. And it turns out on the Halloween day, there's a special one on Halloween day. That one has a hidden message, a hidden spooky um, uh, jack-o'-lantern, which if you are familiar with the like Halloween uh, branding. The jack o' lantern on the like cover that is like on the cover of, of the, yeah. the of the posters and of the early ones especially, uh, the the movie opens with uh, this jack o' lantern being drawn onto like a what seems like a computer screen but actually pulls out and you notice it's 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 a cathode like it's a CRT of some sort and at the end of the movie you learn what that is is a secret signal. That hits a chip that's in the back of all these Halloween masks, that then makes the kids melt into bugs and Mm -hmm. snakes. What? And Mm -hmm. oh my god! Like they fall over bugs and snakes and creepy crawlies. Things that you associate with like spooky creepy crawlies come out of their face. They are (laughs) yeah. Uh, And then they the creepy crawlies go over to their uh, uh, parents and kill them too. So like just you know blood sacrifices. Hell yeah. Um. They stole a piece of the Stonehenge. Nice. Like, they took one of the f- five-ton rocks. It's, like, makes a mention of, like, it was hell getting it here. Because <laughs> they're in fucking... Where are they? They're, like, in California, right? So, like, that's, like, about as far in New York... In, in uh, the U.S. you can get from Stonehenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, it's definitely implied that they're using magic to make people into robots... Which then nice. become their little, you know, factory slaves, and then they're uh, also using magic to make these chips that will make snakes and bugs appear out of the heads of uh, children when they watch this commercial, and the ending is just—it's the mm. best fucking beautiful and like if you really don't want to know anymore you should go watch it if you haven't already at this point and it can deal with the uh, irish racism and the weird workplace harassment uh but apart from that all, all in service of a great ending <laughs> yeah skip ahead like 32 uh, minutes if you don't want to hear it but the very end this guy the guy who's been investigating knows like oh no they're gonna run it on the broadcasting channels right this is back when there were three channels Right. right, there are three broadcasters, and that's all you had to worry about.
0: And it's implied, impl- like this is the Halloween mask that everybody has. Everybody like, has like, it.
3: it. It's it's a worldwide sensation. There's a montage going through like different cities <laughs> in New York. Halloween mask sensations. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they never address the time zone difference because they say at 9 p.m. It's like is that 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. in each time zone? Like will the mm-hmm. will the West Coast here is like oh shit wait no what happened on the East Coast? Our uh, children are <laughs> turning, turning, turning into pines. Turn that shit off. I think it's a simulcast. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> at the very end, he's like on the phone. He gets a phone a phone at a like a gas station. And he's yelling at someone. that Apparently he knows the number to the fucking networks themselves and called and is like, you got to get this ad off. And it sounds like they're not believing him. Some kids come into the gas station and turn, turn on the TV. So he's there watching, yelling, at, yelling into the phone, turn it off. And the ad goes off. And the kid just slowly reaches up to the TV and clicks over to the second channel. And the dad is still on on the second channel. And he's like yelling on the phone again: No, turn it off! You gotta get it off the other channel! And it goes off. And then the kid just calmly once again clicks over to channel uh, 3 and then the last shot is just him yelling into the phone get it off the last one and then it cuts to black that's yeah,
2: it incredible. it's so so it fucking incredible fucking that's beautiful. so good what
3: yes
1: it's it's really amazing so like a movies. classic
3: horror like story like that is like a, some goosebumps shit like scary stories mm-hmm. to tell in the sh- dark shit Ass ending, you know, like cut right at the. Incredible. You don't know, but it probably went bad. <laughs> you don't yeah, need to see which is, which the is You don't need to know. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. Yeah, like
0: the the implication is so much darker than actually showing. <laughs> I mean, you already get montage shots of kids turning into bugs early right, in the movie. Right. I don't. I don't, need, don't need 20 to, more of them. Yeah,
3: exactly. Showing that it actually happened doesn't matter. It's like you understand what's going to happen, and the implication yeah. being just like this is too like the powers of. Television and how widespread culture is can be a, a scary amount of power for a one pre, one person to have, right? Like it's about it's, it's, capitalism. It's, 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 it's carpenter about, it is most yeah.
0: delightful because <laughs> like there there's strong themes uh, like anti capitalist uh, themes and a lot of uh, carpenters work right. you know, like most poignantly and in they in like how they live yeah um but like even in this like it's delightful because yes like this movie has all sorts of capital P problems but it is. It is like charming and interesting and bleak and that that, that I think it's easy after you've seen it to understand why it has had real staying power over the years. It is beyond just sort of like, well, the camp of it all is a delight, which it is. Yeah, like it is is very campy and very fun. We we actually uh, uh, we didn't do it this year because I think we forgot. But in years past. In the, in the 10 days leading up to Halloween, mm-hmm. as, as when the kids wake up, we play that on all oh, the speakers and, no! just dance and just dance in the Denver kitchen. They Halloween. don't know what it's about. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what's going on. They're just like, oh, God. we get to do the Halloween song.
3: Patrick, you rule. Just like, um, uh, also a beautiful, like, oh, that's kind of an annoying ad that turns mm-hmm. ever more sinister. a real and it's just like it sticks in your ear. Yeah, it sticks in there and then like as the movie goes on, you're like, "Oh god, oh no." Like it becomes almost as bad as like fucking uh Michael Myers' theme, right? Like you like that thing of like hearing that is mm-hmm. now like, "Fuck." Like I can't separate it from what it actually does. It does such a good job of setting that up. Um wonderful movie. Wonderful. I love I loved yeah, it.
0: Season the witch very 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 good. Um uh, I just wanted—I wanted to shout out a couple uh, horror films that I've been watching because I, I, in the years past, I've done a Shocktober List where I've actually put together 31 movies. Damn. When I was younger, we would actually watch—not all 31, but we get into the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Now with kids, it's like in the—we're lucky if we get to 10. But uh, <laughs> it is a really strong year for horror. We, last night we watched *Barbarian*, nice. which um, is now on HBO Max. I will only tell you the premise, which is that. Uh, uh, like a woman shows up to an Airbnb, someone's already there. Whatever you think the movie is after that point, I can promise you, you could sit and write down 20 different ways it's going to go. Yeah. You're not going to land on any of them. Like, don't look at a trailer. Just, just trust. It's, it's, it's scary intense, but it's not overwhelmingly scary. It's, it's mostly just odd and interesting and also extremely funny. It comes with like my highest recommendation. Hell yeah. Uh, Um, Kyle, did you watch any other ones
3: uh, this month? Saw Malignant. You ever (laughs) seen Malignant? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have. Oh, I I, fucking love that movie. Ren has not seen Malignant,
0: but Ren has seen the police station scene from Malignant. And so, thus, Ah, Ren has seen one of the highlights of Malignant. I have Um, seen that scene, yes. Yes, Malignant, the, the horror movie from James Wan it, uh, of Conjuring... He did one of the Fast and Furious movies at some point, Oh, did too. he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um,
3: just, what if a... What, wouldn't it be fucked up if a guy mm-hmm. was backwards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a very hilarious, like, point to start at. <laughs> just, like, that feels like this was the impetus for this movie. It's just, like, wouldn't it be fucked up if someone had, like, if a person was just backwards? Like, their their head is on the wrong way and their bodies moving backwards that's fucked up isn't it uh but you the places that movie goes is wild. like i was not expecting ha- like i could not place like what was going on until the very it's, fucking end
0: you know it's it's what well, juan has said in the past that it was sort of his attempt at making a giallo uh sort of like slasher film which is like it's a filmmaker that essentially created their own sub-genre of the of the slasher uh, out of, like, Italian cinema. I don't particularly like giallos. They don't really do anything for me. They're sort of just, like, non-plot, nonsensical slasher films that frequently look very pretty. Um, mm-hmm. But I've just never fallen for the genre. But what was also interesting is Juan has also said multiple times that uh, Malignant was their attempt to make an intentional bad movie that was shot incredibly well. And yeah. I think if you view Malignant through that lens, which mm-hmm. is – he, he the way he described it was like uh, – you know, uh, when you would go to the, to the you know, to to the movie store when you were younger, a blockbuster, and there's just rows <laughs> and rows of VHS covers. And you have Wait, no idea what's hiding.
3: This is the Saw what? guy? Yeah. Did he only do the first one?
0: He, direct, he only directed the first okay. Saw. And then that was such a big hit that. Well, then after that, he did, oh, he did the doll one for the name. I forget. Um, the doll one? He made a doll movie after that. It was just. Annabelle? Kind of, um no, not Annabelle. Annabelle is related. to Well, so Annabelle <laughs> is a doll in the Conjuring universe. Oh, the Conjuring is a film that James Wan oh, did. You'll just say anything. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and there are multiple there are multiple Annabelle films. But Annabelle is a doll in the Conjuring film. that is seen in the original film when they go to the Warren's um, room and they have a bunch of other curiosities uh, back there. But no, a, a dead silence. I knew it was gonna come to mm. it eventually. It was a, the puppet movie. The um, puppet. But it, was, movie. So like it was like <laughs> p- pitched as like like I want like a grungy VHS movie, but I'm gonna shoot it like it's a slick Hollywood production because that's what James Wan does, yeah. and he's a you know a big filmmaker. And I, I think you see that in there. Oh, like 100%. what if we tried to make a B movie with a real budget and like it real has... filmmaking chops behind it? So it's like it's it's intentional camp, which you can do, but it's very hard to pull off. And I, I think the movie does. Yes like, a pretty great job of of doing
3: it. a 100%, like, like, from the jump, is, like, has that B-movie pacing of, like, what the fuck is happening? This is, <laughs> this yeah, is like, the first third of the movie we, yeah. is, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: this is really long, and not much is <laughs> happening. The acting isn't it's, particularly it's
3: like, good. It's like It's, like, off, but, like, it doesn't feel unintentional, honestly. Like, it was weird. Yeah. It's very, I don't know. It's a weird movie. I had fun with it. There are, I, people I, have I, very different opinions about that movie you need to go yeah so you need to go
0: into it with the right mentality like and don't watch the police station scene if you think you're gonna watch it because it's like the apex of the film like it's like <laughs> the, the best moment but if you don't think you're gonna watch it watch the police station scene from from lignin like on, on youtube it i think you will at least get something out of that um ren do we, did we celebrate spooky season at all uh this month
2: I went to Halloween parties. Uh I watched Ooh. some I watched some horror films. Uh I am trying to remember what I watched. I mean mostly I've been playing horror games. I've been just mainlining horror games. I mean
0: I, I wanted to ask, uh if you don't have a particular movie, I did see though over at your personal yes. Twitch, twitch.tv yes. slash you started playing Silent Hill. Silent
2: Hill fucking rules. Silent yeah, Hill rules don't. so hard. And I, not only does Silent Hill fucking rule, Silent Hill plays well. I will, I will, I will, (laughs) I'm looking at this shitty hill. I'm looking at this shitty, awful hill and I'm choosing to die on it because Mm -hmm. I think Silent Hill actually plays really well. I think that game feels good to play uh, and it feels uh, fun. I I absolutely love it. Um, Man, turns out people like Silent Hill for a reason. This is something I knew, but playing it has really reinforced
0: how much that series owns. Uh, so in the past, I know you've expressed an affinity for Silent Hill too, yes. but is that mostly from a distance of watching a Let's Play as opposed yes. to okay? So, so this is your first time actually physically entering the 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 Hill realm.
2: Exactly. So the actual Let's Plays that I used to watch were uh, now Jess
0: over at Giant Bomb.
2: Uh, when I was a kid,
0: right. I like used Essentially, to like the watch these uh, the, the Silent Hill fan. Like, right. Like Voidberger on Twitter. Like that is like who I have followed as like. Silent Hill fans are deranged, but what's going on there? Like Jess is like my conduit to that community, (laughs) right? The something awful fan truly.
2: Um, and so I, um, you know, I was, uh, I'm really thrilled. I played the first like three hours of it. I got through, I got through, uh, the first time you go to the Silent Hill realm, um, to the other world. So I've gone to the other world once. Uh, and it was really fucking sick. It was it was really really sick.
0: Um, what do you what do you think? You know, so you said that you actually sort of like the the way it controls. It's been long yeah. enough that I can't even really fully like comment one way or the other. It's been you know the I haven't played either of those games in well over you know a decade plus. But what is it about sort of the movement that you actually found interesting?
2: Um, I think that. Harry controls in such a way where it really feels like he's as much of a fucking doof as he is. Okay, like I feel like Harry is a big a big dumb doof.
0: I mean, that's most uh, Silent Hill protagonists, right? Is like <laughs> here's, his, here's his bumbling. Uh, well, I guess one and two, uh, uh, three is what in the mall with the with the woman. Uh, I don't know if, she, if we're going to ascribe buffoonery to to her as well.
2: I mean, like I think that James Sunderland's a fucking villain that man is a villain that man is a scoundrel that man is a son of a bitch harry mason is just a guy he <laughs> truly is just a dude in a way that like it really appeals to me this just big handsome idiot walks into town and is like well where's where's my daughter and the answer is she's everywhere buddy <laughs> um <laughs> it's it's been really fun um I think that he, yeah, he controls bad in the correct way. Uh, I think that tank controls fucking rule. The camera work you can do with tank controls is so much more dynamic and interesting than what you can do with traditional. Uh, yeah, stick I f- movement. I fully
0: agree. Like I understand why we lost it, and I like w- was reintroduced to that. You know, playing it was actually playing Resident Evil with Rob when when he did that last summer um, for Waypoint One Hundred One. Because in the update, you know, the remake, you know, they give you like, you know, know, quote unquote modern controls, which are are not fixed uh, tank controls, but also you have the fixed camera angles. And that was a nice compromise because I am with you. There is something absolutely lost in the transition to third person behind the back camera, giving players more agency over where the camera is directed, because so much of the mood that is derived from that era of horror games is intrinsically linked to the fact that they can position the camera right for maximum dramatic uh, value. It may come at the cost of your ability to see the enemy properly, but who gives a shit right Like, like but they're, that's they're, good. they're generating tension. yeah exactly well, that's what I mean. like they're generating tension like out, out of the camera placement, which in video games is really rare
2: right yeah it's it's so it's so good there's i remember so when i was first playing it to like make sure that my cool ps1 was working correctly oh, oh you got a hacked ps1 nice. yeah i got a and really that's a, cool man, ps1 sick. That's um, awesome i was like making sure my cool ps1 was working right <laughs> and uh i was like oh okay cool, cool 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 let me let me load up the game and i played the first five minutes and in the first five minutes of that game you walk down this alley and the camera just swoops and like t- it goes into this like disgusting dutch angle and follows you through this little hallway and that that one moment of camera work made me so excited that I went I have to turn this off. I am going to turn this off right now. I hit exit on the video game and I was like this camera work is so exciting. I have to experience it on stream. I am mm-hmm. beyond thrilled. And so that was like my first thought about Silent Hill, and since then, like, that feeling has has persisted of me being like, I spent the whole weekend being like, man, I wish I was playing Silent Hill right now. Like, like I'm glad to be doing what I'm doing, but I'm excited for Monday so I can continue Silent Hill Saturdays on Monday. Because <laughs> um, that is the name of the series is Silent Hill Saturdays, mm-hmm. parentheses, on whatever day I decide to stream. You Um, want to
0: bring that, bring that weekend energy into a weekday. Exactly.
2: Silent Hill Saturday on Monday, Silent Hill Saturday Mm -hmm. on Wednesday. So people know what the vibe is. They 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 know, know. they know
0: the vibe and they know when to tune in.
2: Exactly. On Saturday,
0: but on Monday.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I want to make it as difficult as possible for for someone to recommend this to their friends and be like, (sighs) yeah, so you want to watch Silent Hill Saturday. What day is it?
0: Not Saturday. I mean, you can watch it on a Saturday right. if it's the Saturday after the stream right. happens. And so I'm you can make Saturday happen for yourself.
2: I'm finally saving my VODs. It took me six months of streaming on my own channel to be like, I should save my VODs. Uh, and so you can catch up on Silent Hill Saturdays. But no, I'm I'm really loving it. Uh, I'm really excited to get to Silent Hill 2, 3, and 4. Um, I'm probably gonna like stream it a couple times a week, uh, and so I'll get through them at like at a pace, mm-hmm. which is which is very exciting to me. Um, there's only been one puzzle so far where I was I, would just, ask. I had to turn to chat. Ask. It was the fucking piano. It was that stupid fucking piano uh, in the uh, elementary school. So early in Silent Hill, there's a puzzle with a piano where you have to go to this stupid ass piano
0: uh, and you just like read like. Sheet notes?
2: No. What you have to
0: do is you have to solve
2: a riddle, and well, that, that, hit, I've
0: I've already gone to the walkthrough at that point. Right.
2: <laughs> you have to solve a riddle and hit the keys in the proper order to match the positioning of five birds in a riddle
0: oh yeah, no no well yeah. here's the yeah. thing
2: here's the thing <laughs> no, by here's the, the shit
0: thing. i mean that's why i look up the answers to these things in games now patrick uh-huh.
2: is your instinct to press the keys that make a sound or the keys that don't make a sound i
0: feel like you've set this up I deliberately have. this I query have. I would want to I would it's a piano I want to hear the sounds wrong Logic
2: be damned wrong fool mm. dumbass go to go to oh. hell because I spent like five minutes being like okay I've got the pad I figured out the riddle Uh huh. and I was hitting the fucking keys and then someone in chat was like you should hit the keys that are that are that don't make a noise and I was like I'm just gonna just send me those why spaceship. don't they make a noise because they're they're uh Broken? They're haunted. No, they're not broken. Haunted, they're
0: haunted spirit keys. <laughs> they're
2: puzzle elements, Kato. They're they're part of a they're part of you press the keys and then a medallion falls out of the wall. Right.
0: Is this is this Silent Hill one, uh I think this is true across the Silent Hill games, at least for a period where like you can choose puzzle difficulty. I think that might start with two. Two.
3: Because okay. to my All
0: knowledge, right. Silent Hill One has no It just has the puzzles that it has. Wait. Yeah.
3: So two has a puzzle slider,
0: I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think it has a combat slider Fuck. as well. Um, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, I'm gonna Google this really. I right. should uh, just two. I should
3: just picked this two. Damn it. <laughs>
0: um, riddle difficulty. Riddle difficulty. This is from Silent Heretic. Set that shit to max. Set <laughs>
3: that shit to max. I've never Activating encountered such
0: a thing as riddle difficulty max before. Riddle what exactly difficulty. does it do? In what way does the riddle difficulty impact the game? Are there timers? Hints were obscure. According to Snake SnakePPT uh, on, on Reddit, riddle difficulty makes ch- uh, changes the puzzle solutions and the hints given to you. From what I remember, easy makes it really straightforward, almost handing you an answer. Normal is a good mix between making you think about it but not being frustrating. Hard really makes you think about it. In the case of Silent Hill 3, it can be really, really hard. There aren't any timers, just hints and solution. Um... So it just sounds like it's more of a, it doesn't actually fundamentally change the puzzles more about like how much information is getting, yeah. getting given to you. But it yeah. looks like that starts in. <laughs> right. That is, that is, that's, I don't I'm know if it's s- sick, but it's cool that that is an option. I'm sick
3: here being like, give me the hard mode, give me the oh riddles. My God. <laughs>
0: yeah I can't do riddles. My brain just doesn't yeah it just zaps on, on it, riddles in particular.
2: it even clicked like i i was i understood the fucking puzzle right. and then I was like, what is wrong but then with me? but then
0: but then you but then you you know you've encountered the fact that you're playing a game from the late nineties um and it said no, we, we need to be a little <laughs> more obscure than yeah even you've gone sicko mode, but unfortunately there's a whole level below um that you need that you need to go to exactly um All right, well, we are going to take a break. Uh, We'll be back uh, in just a moment to talk about some more video games and answer some questions. BRB.
1: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all.
0: Did you go looking for your phone?
3: Like, I heard it ringing in the other room. It wasn't important. But.
0: Oh, ringing! Is that called a push notification from Marvel Snap? Mm-hmm. You've been challenged. No, oh. I
2: nah, nah. The accusations, they're <laughs> no. The
0: accusations—they're
2: flying. No, maximum speed.
3: I already did all my challenges, my dailies. Like they're done. Wait, you let me did. double check. Did I do them all? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we're back
4: did you do all your dailies? Did you do all your dailies? It's loading. You found your phone.
3: It's loading.
0: It's loading. Okay. Well, while, while it's loading, um, Ren, you've also yes. been playing another spooky game, one yeah. that I've not had a chance to try yet, but I... It was like the weird thing where Like you want a game code early, but sometimes you can get it too early, and then you yeah. forget about the game existing. Um oh, but I was really shit. struck by I got, the...
3: I got new dailies. I got, they gave me new dailies. Cato. <laughs> No, it's fine. Give them this moment. (laughs) I did the dailies from last night, not this morning.
0: Well, good luck to that. You can do those dailies (laughs) while Ren speaks about the video game she played. Hi. Uh,
2: Saturnalia. Saturnalia.
0: Saturnalia. Um, I don't know much about this except when I watched the trailer, it was extremely striking visually. So what's, what's going on here?
2: Okay, so Saturnalia is a horror adventure game uh it is it is in the like detective adventure game mold. you are doing little tasks like finding a hammer to break into a drugstore to get uh, uh, drugs to save a man <laughs> you are um, wandering around this town and so basically the premise of the game is that you are... A handful of people, all of whom are experiencing uh, troubles, shall we say, uh, in the midst of this festival um, in this small Italian town. Uh, and at this festival, basically, uh, you you show up in town. Uh, you start as this woman who has a and also the yeah, let me just first note the aesthetic so people understand the appeal. It is all hand drawn. It is like hand drawn. And sketched in this, it has
0: like a like almost like a charcoal like yes, sort of quality yes. to it. Um.
2: Absolutely fucking gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, but uh, the actual uh, mechanics of the game are: you're wandering around town, you are picking up objects, you are looking at objects, uh, and you are doing little adventure game tasks. The town layout is randomized every one of your runs. Mm. And did you notice the word I just used there? Run?
4: run?
0: Oh runs? no, is this another really promising game undercut by trying to shoehorn it into a roguelike structure? I don't,
2: I wouldn't say that Per se, but when you lose- <laughs> There's a lot of
0: butts and sl- slow rolling, you your, getting past talking
2: about how cool of, the game looks. All of your characters, if you lose all of your characters to the monster that is around town, the game does reset the town. Okay. And including and is there any com- the layout is there any of the town. No. This is a run and hide from the monster game. Mm. Okay. Which is not my favorite genre of horror. And if I'm coming to you in a moment of honesty, Mm, I come to you, I walk to you, Kato and Patrick, I Mm -hmm. say to you, the game would be so much fucking better if that stupid goddamn monster was not around. Just let me do the adventure game bits. I'm <laughs> fuck let me do the detective work. Mm. Let me do all of this. And instead, what you do is you walk around town and the game's like, every once in a while, swing the camera over your shoulder to make sure you're not being followed by the creature. And I'm like, damn. That, That's would,
0: a pr- that is a pretty cool pitch, though. Like yeah. the idea that there's a, a, a over the shoulder button like dedicated to that camera. Oh, suite. it's not. Oh, it's
2: not. You have oh. to swing the camera. Oh, no. Around.
0: Oh, no. I saw I came up with a better feature in describing a thing that doesn't <laughs> exist in the game.
2: Yeah. So you just have to whip your fucking stick around to turn around and be like, is there a guy over there? Hey. Hey, quit that. <laughs> hey, quit following me. Is that it's when, like, when, you
0: hit the, when you hit the circle button? You get to say, hey, quit that?
2: Hey, please stop. Don't do this. I'm just a little guy. Uh, no, the game actually does not allow you uh, to do that. Instead, if you see the creature, it's like, we're going to play the fucking... We're going we're gonna to play the creature noise. And you start hearing the creature noise. And you're like, oh, I got to hide. And then so you run around the corner and you blow out your match because all of the game is candle... It's not candle, it's match lit. So it's, okay. it's even less light and you're like oh and you run into a corner and you press yourself against the wall by just like pressing the stick against the wall and that makes you crouch kind of and you may be thinking to yourself renata that sounds um really unwieldy to kind of just press <laughs> the stick against the wall until your character is like i gotta get in a bowl and you'd be correct. It does. It it is really unwieldy to kind of just press your face against a wall for about fifteen seconds before the character's like, "Should I crouch and hide from the monster?" Um, each it's one of your like characters, because usually
0: in games like this where you're doing the the like the the monster stalking you, you're exploring a space. Like, there's so many different contextual like actions, like hide under the table, go into this closet, and it sounds like here it's just awkwardly hold the analog stick against a, a wall there aren't yeah. there aren't really other options yeah. for you as the player that's a little yes. odd
2: uh awkwardly hold your stick against the wall or like run but the creature will hear you if you run uh and so there's all of these mechanics which are fine uh and then the actual characters that you're using each have like a thing about them so the one dude is a photojournalist, and so he can take pictures Ooh. of things. Um, <laughs> or when the monster shows up, the, the flash will scare it away. And so he's the only character who can effectively fight back against the creature by just like stunning it for a second before continuing to run. Um, By the way, the creature chasing you and like the actual aggression is really awkward. It's like really it's 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 tremendously awkward uh, and hard to like maneuver around. Uh, and not in, like, a uh, a good way, to be clear. Um, and so you have all of this, all of these mechanics. Uh, and then other characters will have be like, oh, this is a child. And so the child can squeeze through little small spaces mm-hmm. uh, and go elsewhere. And so, you know, they, it's this detective story in this very particular setting. One that, like, you know, on face, I do like a lot. And it has a like information uh menu I was gonna say I, I
0: just found this and you have to explain to me oh my god this is listed in the in the uh in the UI as the clues yes. section and it's yes. like it looks like I'm looking at like a subway rail <laughs> like system yeah. in which have all these intersecting <laughs> pathways um with different icons like an yes. eye or a door um Walk me through what is what am I looking at here?
2: So this is basically your like detective board where you're including all of your like all of the things you found. What have you taken a picture of? What connects to what? What have what have the characters themselves put together? Uh, And also you're looking at your own player characters on this map and how your player characters are interacting with the narrative itself. Mm. So like on here, there's like a, a character with a yellow A. Uh, And that is, I believe, Amelia uh, and uh, it's showing her specific motivations and connections to this place. Uh, And so and are you putting any of this here or is this being filled in as you're being filled in as you go?
0: And Uh, is this part randomized as well or is it all the same story? You're just just discovering the pieces would be randomized like because of the town layout.
2: I believe the latter.
0: OK, it's the same story.
2: Have you
3: lost yet?
2: No. Okay. I haven't lost any characters uh, My- because, again, the creature is kind of a non-threat. It's a non-threat, but it's more of an, annoy- an annoyance than anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And it's like because it has leaned into the hide from the mean guy store, like, uh, um, what sort I'm looking for a school of 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 uh, character, like, uh, of of enemy interaction, which I uh, kind of disdain a little bit. Um, it's a bummer. Uh, I, was, I think that mechanically the game is a bit of a mess, even if I think narratively it is interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I was, it's, it's a frustrating place to be.
3: I was curious whether or not like this information stays even on a different run. Like, are you having to rebuild knowledge that you've already gained if you lose, or is it just that it that? changes the out? Because that could that 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 would that to me would suck. There's a lot of nodes on here. I don't know how long it actually took to take to taken all this information but like having to regather something that you already know feels like not great so I was super curious whether or not yeah, it just I it's just like the layout of the town is what changes but you keep like the things you've discovered
2: yeah I haven't I haven't seen it yet honestly um because I haven't it the chase mechanic just deflates mm. so much of the interest that I have uh in the game it's just it it's so fully taking the wind out of my sails uh in a way that's like a huge bummer um cuz i like i want to like this game uh mm-hmm. very actively and that it is pretty much immediately losing me with its basic mechanics is a huge bummer for me yeah. personally
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I think this is a this is like a a freaking trend in in horror games in general. It is a genre that struggles to figure out how much of a the, like the game part, right? Yeah. Like 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 yeah. how, how much game, how much is just exploring a space, and and right. what can you, and even then you start to run into you know shoehorn, you know, like scorn, right? Like just shoehorn, right. like that game is aesthetic and vibes, and then also they went ah. I mean, the, the, you know, players don't have enough to do. Here's some combat. Here's some puzzles. And and, right. and maybe if those had been more limited, they could have, like, felt like they were changing up the pace of the game that was otherwise you just kind of exploring a space. Um, and instead, they dominate the game in a way that distracts from the parts that I did like. And Exactly. And I just think, like, horror as a genre runs, runs into this issue over and over because it, it is really challenging. Like, I think the reason it happens over and over is because although horror makes a lot of sense because – uh, part of what's you know enjoyable about a horror film is it's a roller coaster you are on a ride that that continues going forward progressing no matter what you as the viewer do you can hide in a blanket right. you can you can you know but it just keeps moving in a okay. game you you are, you you are, are the active mover. participant yeah. you are the mover you have to you are the roller coaster <laughs> like you have to move it forward and and that's where a lot of people get off because they enjoy being scared but don't want to be a participant. And I and fully we'll get that it explains the rise of, of let's plays being like broadly um, on the, on the back of the horror genre in, in general. Um, okay. But I think that you see in a game like this, where you can just see those fault, like those, those, those I'm sure like very extensive discussions over like, how much, what are we doing? You know, alternatively, if it's a world where the player is mostly just exploring this spooky town, which is what sounds like you wanted, yeah. you know, do you, do you lose people because there's not something kind of, I don't know uh, a reason to look over their shoulder. Um, and that's a really difficult (sighs) sort of, uh, problem, uh, tough problem to solve.
2: Yeah. And I, and I understand the disempowerment that comes from making a creature. You cannot just fight, but like, man, I just don't think the game controls well enough. Right. To make, and not in the, like, Oh, I don't think it's controls well enough in the, um, kind of way people talk about silent hill. Exactly. Like if it felt like Silent Hill, great. If it felt like Silent Hill and I was pushing back against this monster and there was things I could do, that's great. But the way that you are interacting with this creature does not feel. It never feels like you are actually running away from a thing, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. It Mm -hmm. is always just like, all right, let me just fucking walk into this corner. It's never like I am never scrambling. I am ne- I never have the sense of like okay cool I like you know what I want Patrick you know what I really want Hit one me. of these one of these like chase based horror games that just includes like free running elements or something along those lines where it's like okay cool when you are running from the creature you are actively running from a creature parkour and like scrambling time. yes even if it's not like comp like like uh competent parkour I want someone to be like awkwardly scrambling over a bit of rubble or something or like a, or, or through a window. And I want that feeling. And I feel like so rarely do you get that in these style of games. It's always just like, well, let me fucking walk into this room and like close this goddamn door and like look out the window. Is creature still here? Oh no. Creature still here. What do I well, do? And I think,
0: I think this is part of, you know, it's part of what makes a game like uh alien. So transcendent is that when, you know, a lot of these chase sequences come uh Amnesia of the Dark Descent was not the first game to do a chase sequence, but they are popularized as a result of Amnesia, and Amnesia also like fueling a lot of like let's play reactions. And like that game has some truly spectacular scripted linear chase sequences that right. are probably don't hold up as well now, but at the time were like just backbreakingly scary. But yeah. also you have the advantage of a scripted event in which you can control all the options for the player. Exactly. It seems like a lot of what's happening here is because it's AI driven. Like it's, it's something that is like introduced to the player multiple times unexpectedly. It is the game, you know, uh, doing its own AI directory sort of stuff. You know, what makes alien isolation work is like that part was really good. Like yeah. it was, tr- it was tremendously well executed at, uh, making non-scripted sequences feel as tense as what you often get out of scripted sequences. And it sounds like that's a lot of what's happening here is no, like they're just sort of boring and rote. And so it's like the mechanics are failing you. Like the script, like the, like the sort of like non scripting is like everything's just sort of like creating a bunch of failure points where instead of being anxious, you are just annoyed and like waiting for a mod that removes the monster.
2: (laughs) And like the narrative is uh, the problem is also they introduce the monster before they get the narrative hooks in. And I okay. think that is that is a pretty severe misstep. Mm-hmm. To me, that is a misstep because it's like, man, you're wanting me to do all of this work of avoiding this fucking monster in this town so I can understand a mystery that so far I have no real reason to be interested in. Mm-hmm. I, you just are not giving me the questions that I would like to answer, right? Like the game's opening to break down the opening for you. And like the narrative hooks it's trying to use, you show up to this town and you're trying to find this dude who you are having an affair with. Uh, you're pregnant with his child and you're like, I got to find him. And then, so you go, you're like, I got to go to the church and then the church closes and you're like, I got to go to the villa. And then you see the guy who you're uh, basically your roommate, Uh, his friend is staying there and you're like, Oh, his friend's asleep. And then you're like, well, I gotta go find my guy. And then you go look for the guy, and then the monster shows up, and it's like, oh, no, I gotta find him. And it's just not actually setting up the mystery Mm -hmm. until you are running away from this creature. And at that point, I'm focused on, like, avoiding the creature and not engaging with the narrative that the game is trying to set up. Um, When you first go to a woman who's like, you have to leave, or, like, you have to help me solve this mystery... Uh, You are already being chased. I think that is like. I don't know. I just needed the structure of the game to be there before they introduce the like actual pressure of the creature, because like that's what Silent Hill does. Great. Mm -hmm. Silent Hill immediately is like you are going to walk through this town. You're not going to fight anything, but we're going to show you some fucked up shit. And then you are going to be invested in this mystery. And I just don't think that Saturnalia has that pacing uh downright and so it has been really hard for me to dig into it in the way that i was really excited to like i was excited about mm-hmm. this game and i think that it has gotten in its own way in a way that i find disappointing
0: well that's too bad um hopefully maybe you know the devs have a chance to tweak some of the stuff and some patches because it sounds like uh whereas with me and scorn a game in which i had lots of issues with the game part of it but i oh. i was able to muddle through it and and find an appreciation of, of what was there. Yeah. It sounds like you're having difficulty getting over. It sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like it's demanding a lot more than even scorn uh, did. And so you, the, the, the vibes may be immaculate, but mm-hmm. at a certain point, if it's hard to get to those vibes, like you're going to move on.
2: Yeah. I'm going to go back to it. Like I'll, I'll, I'll go back to it tonight, but it has been, um, it's a, it's been disappointing. Cause I was like really excited about this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm curious if you, if you get back to it and, and what you make of it and if there are yeah. any patches, maybe that'll be a, a reason to revisit it at a later date. Um, I have been playing, uh, a fair bit of the new, uh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Um, a game that, Ooh. uh, came out early in the, the, the original came out early in the Switch's uh, uh, lifespan. Uh, it was a game that was long rumored as a nightmare project. Why would I want Ubisoft to take their goddamn rabbits and put it in to a strategy game where you give Mario a gun. Um, and I remember being at the attending E3 and going to a nighttime Ubisoft event where you could go play it. And like within like 30 seconds of sitting down, I was like, Oh shit. I actually, I think I do want this nightmare project. <laughs> I think this looks sick actually. And I ended up falling off that original game like, 15, 20 hours in because the difficulty right. spiked in a way that um, I, I sort of plateaued on it. I, yeah, it but, but it was a really good experience. I I really liked it and was very excited to see what they would do with another one of those. Um, and that another one of those is Sparks of Hope, uh, which is, again, um, a, a mashup of, like, the Mushroom Kingdom and just the Rabbits are here. You know, <laughs> don't, don't think about it too much. And the Rabbits are also... Putting on Mario and Luigi and Peach clothes, Um, and and they are not those characters, but they are still named like Mario Rabbit and like Luigi, like like Peach Rabbit. But they have their own sort of characteristics. Essentially, allows them to have sort of different classes uh, of characters. Um, um, You know, like in this one, Mario. uh, I've forgotten at this point, like how all the characters kind of like doled out in the original game, but in this one at least, like Mario is sort of like a mid range dual pistol uh, shooters. Uh, he also has a lot of abilities that can be upgraded and um, uh, it, it, along a spoke of like being able to dash through enemies that don't right. take up an action point or that one of the new mechanics in sparks of hope is that you can throw character. I guess Nintendo told Ubisoft it's a strategy game. You can't put a jump button in it. Wait. So what? they came Sorry. up with another way of doing that. That is one of the devs said that they're like with well, the Nintendo said we can't they can't jump in this one. You and can so anything. You can well, Miyamoto, you know, can you know give whatever edicts uh, they want, and but the solution they found was uh, that the when if a char- if two characters overlap on the playing field, they can throw the other character in the air, and so that essentially becomes this mechanic that allows you to get players uh, or characters much further distance down the battlefield than they would, and like Mario, for example, can uh, get thrown up can like descend and jump on an enemy and then dash at an enemy. And if you upgrade it, they can dash twice. And all of a sudden you've done multiple like minor, but like a uh, damage actions before they've actually used any of their, um, action points. And so one of the big differences, uh, in approach on this one is that in the last game, it was grid based in this one. It's more, I don't know what we're calling this, but it's like, you know, like it's not a grid. It's just like a, a changing shape that is like technically is taking into account, like what would be movement actions, but you can move freely within that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's just a shape that show and that, that like shape a, can wrap like around a objects, a blob. Uh, like we <laughs> were talking about it when we were discussing, what was the, 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 um, mm-mm, the card based strategy game you were playing a couple of weeks back, Kato, you know what I'm talking about? Card based? Uh, is an early access. You had some worries about the monetization stuff.
3: Oh, it's not card based. It's miniatures uh moon, miniatures, moon, miniatures 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 something i <laughs> know
0: anyway, but, that, but that game and when we were looking yeah. at it, it's like you know when i was asking about right. the movement yes, it's like yes, you yes. can see like it bending around the spaces and like that's how it works yeah. here so that's like that is like fundamentally one of the bigger shifts in in design for for this one um it feels really good because it just feels more natural to have these characters sort of like running around a little more organically um and uh yeah, I mean, I would say, like, broadly, I've played, uh, like eight hours. Uh, I think it's good. I think you should probably, like me, what I need to do is like ramp up the difficulty because I just sort of thought early on, like, oh, it's a strategy game with Mario characters. They're probably going to take it pretty easy on everybody. Um, and then it'll kind of ratchet up as it goes along. And I, that just has not been the case so far. Like, the game seems on its normal difficulty sort of tuned to easy. Um, that said, even on easy, it's like a very pleasant, like, you know, I got Luigi sniping motherfuckers from across the map. Um, and that aesthetically continues to just be delightful to watch these Mario characters whip out sci-fi guns and fucking blast a Goomba from <laughs> from, from, from across. Um, uh, and so, you know, if you played the first game and liked it, th- there's more to like here. It doesn't really fundamentally like change things up all, all that much, um, but it is a delightful easy to access strategy game with just a weird aesthetic vibe. And uh, (laughs) so I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, I feel like it's going to be the quintessential uh, game. I will just pluck at for a couple of months uh, before I get to, to get to the end. They're adding Rayman at some point. So, you know, my God, get hyped. Oh yeah. Um, I never played the Donkey Kong DLC that was in the original. That was supposed to be quite good, but yeah, so that's, that's Mario and rabbit sparks. of hope Uh, it's just, it's surprisingly good, like the first one was. And if you're looking for an easy to access strategy game, uh, people, it, it remains. People, that. people
3: are getting people are getting away from the grid. That new, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I wonder what like what's, what's uh, what Midnight like? Suns, right? The uh, the the yes, the one from that that also that has also the, is, the blob. Yeah, yeah. Just distance based, it's kind of. Loose, yeah, like I wonder.
0: Say. I wonder what is motivating. Is that a I wonder? Um, Clearly, I mean, a design thing is is to, to some degree d- d- I wonder if there is re- well there's a chance we might be interviewing someone that works on Midnight Suns so soon so maybe I can ask them this question directly yeah. Uh, in the, in the next couple of weeks but like I, I also could imagine a scenario in which like the grid is maybe not intimidating but like portray like there's something about like it might turn people off and like getting rid of the grid I don't know I think, like makes the game seem more accessible
3: I think there's also like edge cases with grids Where like, I know this happened in XCOM all the time. Where it's like it looks like I should be able to see that person, but because of the Mm -hmm. way the grid works out, like the line of sight doesn't actually work. um, Things like that maybe are like more intuitive if you get rid of a grid, perhaps. Mm. Uh, But really, what they should do is move to hexes. They're 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 (laughs) skipping over hexes. Like what are they? What are we doing here? Come on.
0: I'll make, sure, I'll make sure I'm past that along. Look, <laughs> yeah, I the blob look. is fine, but what happened to hexes?
3: Uh,
0: uh, and finally, uh, Ren, you've been playing RimWorld Biotech. I assume this is a new yes. expansion for for the long-running... Slave Simulator,
2: oh, Jesus Christ, what? bro, <laughs> what? Yeah, they added that in the last fucking expansion. I don't want to get into it.
0: Uh, <laughs> the dude okay. who but, makes hey, RimWorld but, sucks. But, let me, let me, we, let me, let me open but, with we one said, thing. We said Season of the Witch could be a little, you know, got some problems. <laughs> and we also, we're here for the it. vibes.
2: Like... <sighs> Man, listen, the guy who makes RimWorld and does a lot of work on RimWorld, from what I understand, sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to I want to hit and also like colony sims as a genre at their core. Sure. Um, suck for a lot of reasons. Right. I think that uh, the specific stories that they encourage people to make and that their systems prioritize people making are very frequently, awful. <laughs> very frequently, the vibes suck. Uh, and it's a bummer. Right.
0: But. hmm. I love a good bot. This is a bot going a different direction.
2: That style of story generation in games and like procedural and like, you know, almost random generation of narrative is so fucking appealing to me. It's so appealing to me. And like, Mm -hmm. I cannot help, but really like it. And so their latest expansion they added is called biotech and the biotech expansion adds, uh, a ton of stuff that will likely be used to really gross ends by the game's worst players. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just let me just foreground that because any like Xeno, like biotech shit is going to be weird, right? The second people can like gene modify their characters, gross, bad, awful vibes. <laughs> and that sucks. And that part of the game sucks. But here's here's the problem, Patrick. And here's yeah. the problem oh, is that the problem. you'll recognize immediately uh-huh. mm-hmm. based on our, our recent escapades uh, in, in our streams. Specifically, the recent save point. And they put in vampires. <laughs>
0: they put them in. Damn. They, put they, in you. they put
2: in vampires and they also added an ideology system in the last expansion. And bro, I can make a com I can make communist polyamorous vampires. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? What
0: I can make- sto- What kind of stories are these commie polyamorous vampires telling? What what are they getting up to?
2: So right now I have a colony of three women. Lou, Rika, and Garza. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're all around 26. Um, Lou was a uh, sex worker who was turned into a vampire uh, after getting sick. Uh, And so she's uh, fucking, she rules. She rules so hard. She's so good at science, bro. Bro, she's so, she's so good at science. And also like the most charming person alive. Uh the highest you can have a uh, stat you can have in Rimworld uh, is a 20 and she has a 20 in social because she is fucking gorgeous. Um she's beautiful, she's pretty, she has both traits. Wow. She's gay. <laughs> um she has a uh and this is uh, I'm going to say this and everyone's going to go Renata and I'm going to go I know, right? She has a strong genetic predisposition predisposition to uh, uh, social skills. Bro, uh, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. um, And it sucks. And I know that and I'm saying it and I'm putting that out there. Um, brave. She's good You're at so murder. Brave. You're so brave she's for liking this she's actually about to be granted a title in an empire because a uh, uh a noble from this re- nearby empire was like listen i need some help i'm being chased by a mad uh, by a mad snow hare this i'm being chased by a man oh, hunting uh, snow hare like uh, like a bunny yes mhm you can, listen, a bunny can fuck you up. If you if you get bit and you get infected,
0: <laughs> look, I, you're I, done. I, look, I leave the bunnies alone.
2: Hippity hop, get to it, it. Exactly. And when the dude showed up, I could see that he was not equipped for that situation. Mm-hmm. Was he, was his title warmonger? Yes. His job is technically warmonger, but he showed up without weapons and his only skills were making people want to fuck. Like he had psychic powers, but his psychic powers were relegated to like, do you want to have sex? And like, mm-hmm. that's, that ain't it,
3: Right. Not simply ain't it? I mean, but. he. Sh- I if I were here, I would simply fuck the m- the bunny. Wait, hold on. That came wait, out wrong. Wait, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <got him>. no, no, <laughs> that didn't. You know what I meant?
2: <laughs> no, I don't actually. I have no fucking clue
3: what you meant. <sighs> God, I would what use are you the power. About? No, don't. I would use the power to get myself out of this situation. But that specific situation was bad. Oh, use of the power. I, I, in my what? brain, I thought it oh, was a yeah, monster. My bad, bro. But then my you bad. said it was a. Ra- it was a. But then I remembered it was a rabbit. He, this is this is this is just ADHD brain being like. A rabbit it's obviously or a be, rabbit? He's being chased by a monster. And monster fuckers no. are a thing that like, we're all okay with no. here. No, this
2: is not. This is. <laughs> oh not yeah, actually.
0: when we when, we fu- when, we, when we rank the fuckable monsters. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Rabbit was very high. <laughs> oh, Soulmate. I forgot
3: it was a rabbit. Oh, <laughs> my mate. brain. God.
0: Hip, hip, hippie, hippity hoppity right into my heart Oh my god Absolutely
2: <laughs>
0: Absolutely grim Okay so what happens after this The Killer rabbit's on the loose
2: So we, we, I send my vampire out to kill the rabbit Also a dude previously invaded And that guy got fucked that was a mistake A dude tried to mm-hmm. raid us And you don't want to raid the vampire Who is really good at stabbing Let me tell you Lou mm. The former sex really good at stabbing. Like I cannot overstate how good she is at stabbing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Just obliterated, sucked his blood out. He died. It was tough for him. And so we killed the rabbit. And now, now we're getting ready for an imperial uh, I- ambassador to come to us from the refugee empire. And you may be thinking to yourself, Hey, those seem like that seems like an oxymoron. How can you be the refugee empire? And let me tell you, empires will, will say a lot of things. Empires will call themselves a lot of things, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're going to show up and give us, uh, um, grant us the title of yeoman, uh, which is a senior title that will give our vampire access to psychic powers. Also, she has, uh, I should note, she has two girlfriends. This isn't. This is an important clarifying note. All of these. All of
0: my cool women are dating each other. I just. I just assumed that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. Time. And I under. Yeah. I don't
0: think it was like I. I fill in the blank. No. <laughs> okay. Where's this all story right. going? All
2: right. All right. All right. If we're gonna be like this, then. Fucking um, <laughs> with you. Um, my goal. My goal is to get my vampire. This game has uh, swords. That only people with psychic powers can use mm, because mm-hmm. the sword is linked to your psychic powers. Right. And course. I want to give this woman a psychic sword so bad that is my like current long term goal. Eventually, eventually, I want to turn all of my all of my people into vampires. But the problem is, I will then need a blood source because mm. uh, sanguinophages get. Really,
0: really tired. If they don't have blood, so you're saying, you know, essentially, you're about to encounter the plot of Twilight.
2: I am quite literally encountering the plot of Twilight. Like, I don't want to kill anyone that I don't have to. Like, I'll just make the goddamn farm. Just make
0: a farm. (laughs) Live out on a farm. Breed some animals. Can you do that? Is that? I don't think
2: we can take blood from non-human. It's got to be human blood. Um, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can extract blood from people, like with their permission. So if right. we have a colony, we can make a blood. We, bank. If we have a team, mm-hmm. if we have a, a society of like, and this is what we're this is what we're getting to. This is what I'm approaching. I think is is my end goal is to make a like little town with three vampire queens, and everyone's like, I gotta go talk to the vampire queen for. You know, these are these are the vampire queens and they're all girlfriends Uh, and everyone in exchange for protection from the vampire queens who are good, who are good uh, community leaders. They just give a bit of their blood and they're really chill about it. Mm. And when anyone attacks and those people get wounded, oh, we're stealing so much of their blood. Oh, Mm. let me tell you.
3: (laughs) Easy, easy blood right there. I dare you to attack me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truly. Attack me more.
2: Um and so like man, and also the problem is that Rimworld like is on a like a on a like satisfaction level still fun to play. Mm. It's really fun to make that little like that initial little town where you're like, "Okay, we all live in one building, but we are setting up a water wheel and we are like making these smaller like like going from we live in a one room room like we live in a one room building where all of our shit is on the floor and we're just sleeping on the floor to in like three weeks being like okay we all have our own bedrooms we have a dining room we have a kitchen we have a cooler where we keep our food we've been researching things we now know how to make a water mill and so this water mill is now powering this base all of that stuff is still super fucking satisfying and i just i just wish that the person who made this game didn't have such bad fucking takes because <laughs> the moment to moment is really good. Um, I think that, uh, I mean, this is like the curse of a lot of uh, story generation games is that once you give people those tools, those tools can be used to like dreadful ends. Mm. And you have kind of very little control over what your players well, do. And
0: it's also, you know, a game in which modding is heavily encouraged. Like yes. at some point, at some point, that's sort of exactly I guess the I guess the problem you know as you noted the thing that makes this one tougher is the it's one thing where like a creator makes the thing users do bad thing with it right you know it's a little more complicated when you have problems with the <laughs> the designer themselves that makes, exactly that makes it feel a little grosser along the way exactly um well very cool I'm excited to hear let us know when you get the blood bank or a, a society as you're calling <laughs> oh it. My up and running. Oh my god. Sounds I mean like a it. We're, sounds we're like cool. a real power balance <laughs> we're there. <really> like, cool. <laughs> Everyone's cool. We're No, welcome to Consent City. Um like we're we only take the blood if you want to give it to us, but also well, there's the threat of vampires.
2: Everywhere. No, listen, there're only there are only 3 vampire queens yeah, and right they're now. really cool about it. And yeah, they're
0: okay. really well, cool. But you also want to give one of them a psychic sword. So yeah, I want to give know. all
2: three of them psychic swords. They're going to throw thrown We'll only room, use Patrick. it on
0: the the rabbits that we are definitely not fucking. We will. Uh, we will only use it on them. Oh my so. god!
2: I didn't say so. that. That's all Kato. That is yeah. all Kato.
0: Um I have a, an important up an important update. Uh, an email uh, from uh, Ken, all Kato. Uh, a former ninety two point uh, three K Rock listener, which may not seem important on its face, but. Please, uh, and it's actually this is it's very okay. appropriate that this this email came uh, came in while Rob is out. Um, mm-hmm. This will make sense in a moment. Hi, maybe this was demystified for you already. Since I'm a month behind, half a month behind on Waypoint podcasts, I don't blame you. We're doing a lot of podcasts now. Yeah, I don't know how familiar you are with talk radio, but I'll guess the name Howard Stern rings a bell. The show's uh-huh. the regulars, many of whom uh, were of the disability community, came to be known as the WACPAC Pack or or Whack Pack. uh, uh, I don't know why the listener currently living in Korea was so stuck on them. Maybe they were excited about writing into an audio program and it brought back memories of listening to shock jock radio. Anyway, that's where the overly repeated term came from. Take it as you will. Ken. Wow. Mm. I don't know what to do with this information. I
3: I knew it. I felt bad vibes off the back. Mm. (laughs) I wasn't Mm. sure why.
0: I don't know if people, mo- if people can, do, uh, can uh, expand on this further. Uh, please, please advise. Please, please let us know more about uh, whether this is true. I'm not going to do any searching. You write no. in a letter, I'll read it. <laughs> this is <laughs> gospel. Put it on sure, the Wikipedia. Bro, page why now. not? Uh, this comes from uh, Remainder, Heyway Point. Would you rather have all of your groceries paid for the rest of your life or all of your clothes, shoes included? Clearly. Clothes, I mean,
2: groceries, clothes, groceries, without a doubt. Do you box. know how? Caught up. Do you know the kind of shit I would buy, clothes-wise, if I didn't well, have so that's, to
0: pay for it? Like, are that you? Is, that is one of the things I like is not answered in the premise here, and this was a, absolutely what I was thinking too. What does it mean by all of your groceries? What does it mean oh, by? I guess groceries. we're taking it to mean whatever you'd like. Yeah, that's like, how I'm taking it. Prices, is, price is not an obstacle. Um,
3: all oh, of your grocery food, food, clothes, food, food. No, you need you yeah. no, to I live. Was food.
0: I was food. <laughs> you yes, need. I, like long term, like so many things are less like in terms of like job instability, yeah. like like food. Cool, my children will not starve. Yeah, here's the thing: uh,
3: you I take all it. the money you're saving on food and then put it into clothes. No, no, I
2: am so much more comfortable budgeting for food
3: like the like the
2: thing is you will spend
3: more money on food over a lifetime than on clothes yeah 100% well, not not
0: not if not if well, Ren gets this budget I'm no sure. no if I
3: get if I get this budget
2: uh I will be you, 1000% wearing designer clothing like constantly like I will I will why I will be
3: that bitch Ren will have 10 <laughs> did you just say why yes
2: did you just say why yes (laughs) because that shit looks what have you met me have you
3: have you met me what the fuck are you talking about sweetie what here's the here's the thing even I I mean I guess it depends on how expensive you go but like it is still more I feel like we need to do some math because it, Mm -hmm. it seems like it would just be straight up more money over time, because you're buying I, I groceries you're, you're more, you're, often. you're
0: overthinking this, Kato. The, the To rent, this is not <laughs> what is going to save me more money over. A lifetime. Yeah. Well, because then,
2: nice, then I the would take
3: the, the grocery money that I would normally spend, and now it can be used for other things. It doesn't have to just be clothes. No. It can also be I clothes. I can be at the Costco and-, and buy other things
0: at the Costco with the grocery money yeah. that I'm saving yeah. at the Costco. The
3: problem is- Like a is- digital camera that you'll return later.
0: <laughs> well, oh, no. that's my phone now. <laughs> they, they have a 90-day policy on their phones. Although I- uh, both of my wife and I's AirPods are, are going in weird ways. Mm. And I did look up that that does not apply to their 90 day return policy. Ooh. So I think I can, I think you can do that for nice. And it's not fraud. That is, that is, that's, that is part of, the deal. part of the deal. <laughs> As I, I need to stipulate that over the multiple times that I'm engaging in weird, shady financial, uh, things. I'm, hey, I'm waiting for that Snapchat money, $35 million. They settled with Illinois. Give me my money.
3: And when you say designer, do you just mean boutique or do you mean like designer? Right, because those are different things. Are you getting
0: custom clothes?
2: Are, or are you, you buying expensive? Actually, clothes? let me just note: custom clothes are actually generally cheaper than than buying like like true designer shit. Like if you well, just sure. like real ask designer someone, hey, shit, yeah. Can you? I am talking like like there's like there's like uh, boutique recently boutique of I like, have been looking at a sweaters that cost one thousand dollars. Why?
3: Why would you? Why would anyone? Well, do that. I, I know. <laughs> I. Otto, oh,
2: I know, but they look sick as fuck. Bro, I'm sure there's they other. They look sick as fuck.
3: Like f- f- probably a five hundred
2: dollar one that looks sick as fuck too. No, I know. That's why. That's why I'm <laughs> going to get the five hundred dollar one, not the thousand dollar one. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to buy them. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah, if yeah. I didn't have to pay for them, I would be getting the one thousand dollar sweater that Tim Henson, the lead guitarist of Polyphia, is wearing in the music video for Playing God. I would do that. I would steal that literal exact fucking look because Tim Henson uh. is. I, I tweeted this once. When I say she they, the they is referring to whatever the fuck Tim Henson from Polyphia is doing gender-wise. That is that is I, what I'm referring to. I saw a TikTok. This is all to say, I saw a
3: TikTok of a mm-hmm. cis man being like, "I understand it now. I understand what people say gender." gender <laughs> and pointing they're at talking Tim, about Henson. Tim Henson. Yes. Yeah, they're talking about that guy.
2: <laughs> um which is all to say mm-hmm. that like I, yeah, I would take the clothes. Bro. Like it, you're telling me I could get two thousand dollar pants on the regular? On the regular? <laughs> With this budget, I can resell pants. I can't resell a fucking
3: papaya. No, but you can eat it and and live. <laughs> you, need, you can eat That's the papaya a, to I, live. Kinda, can, we need we need we need generate yeah, income. Need,
0: can I set, can I set a calendar reminder? Uh, hey device. Can we revisit this question in ten years with Ren, and then we'll just like see where we're at? Yeah. yeah listen, hey Siri, you can. remind
3: me in ten years. Ask Rice. Ask, ask Ren. Oh, Kato,
0: you gotta bleep. You gotta believe that. You just set off a billion devices nah, by saying that.
3: The, no. The actual it set off mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> series, No, here's the thing. Series series don't do that thing because they. No, oh, they don't. No, they do voice print. So like I can say it next to my wife's and it won't trigger hers. Okay.
0: All
4: right. So All unless right. someone sounds well, if, if exactly if people like write
0: me. If in and, and yeah. is wrong, we'll know really quickly <laughs> yeah. that they misinterpreted how Siri works. Siri um, interpreted
3: that sentence as because they are so like I can see it next to my wife's and won't. And it's going to remind me to do that tomorrow at 10 a.m. Good. Yeah. Good. can't wait.
0: <laughs> um uh, we've got another <laughs> spooky story. This one's a little bit longer because there are multiple spooky stories. Ooh. This comes in uh, Will from Houston, but these are well worth reading. Hey, everyone. I have three ghost stories to share. Pods, I say this goes long, and feel free to cut out any of the stories you don't enjoy. Oh, I will not. No way, Will from Houston. Uh, story one, I am four years old. We moved from Houston to a tiny, southwestern, uh, a tiny town southwest of Dallas, Fort uh, Worth. Uh, think Mayberry. Uh, and that's this town. We moved into the first subdivision being built outside of Mayberry, but this subdivision was basically nothing. There were about six houses with families in them spread across several streets, tons of empty lots where houses would eventually go, and a huge field across the street that went on forever. To further explain the area and not make some problematic, quote, Native American burial ground story, I would walk into this field for hours and come home with my shirt folded up carrying arrowheads and fossils at least a couple times a week. There was just nothing out there. One night, my parents had friends over and were hanging out in the living room. It's the mid-80s, so I was playing Atari in their bedroom while they listened to records and drank with their friends. For whatever reason, I decided to sneak. I wanted to sneak in and scare my parents because you could grab the person sitting on the couch from the edge of the hallway. I got on my hands and knees and crept down the hallway, and then I couldn't breathe anymore. And then I felt something grab my body and hold me into place so I couldn't move or scream. I tried to claw my way down the hallway, but never moved an inch. Eventually, someone went to the hallway for the restroom and found me. My mom woke me up, and I tried to explain what happened. They freaked out and searched me for snake or spider bites, but obviously, we didn't find any. I still have no idea what caused this, but it scares the hell out of me. Yo, that's bad. That sucks. I, like no, that's, I, like that. I hey, all of that sucked. Story two. We moved back to Houston and lived in your typical West Side uh, exurb. One night, my best friend and I were watching USA Up All Night. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I went back to make a late night snack. In the kitchen, we had your typical double glass sliding gore, and it being the middle of the night, it was pitch black. There was also a playpen for my baby niece in the living room with toys, including one of those trains that displayed lights on the ceiling and played music. While making the late night snack, the toy train turned on. We were broke, and these toys came from garage sales, so I grabbed it, turned it off, and went back to cooking. It goes off again. Again, garage sale junk. I took out the battery, tossed it back in the pen, and went back to cooking. Now, it goes off a third time, with no battery in it. My best friend and I walk over to it and just stare at it. From that point forward, we never said a word, but we both looked at the glass, back glass doors, looked at each other, and bolted across the living room, up the stairs, into my bedroom, at the end of the stairs, and pushed furniture against the door. Once we caught our breath, my friend asked, you felt that too, right? And I just nodded. The next day, I threw out the train. <laughs> no. I recently reconnected with this friend, and I asked him if he remembered this night. His response was, quote, man, I have told my wife that story so many times, and she won't believe it. story three.
2: Incredible. I have owned
0: my home for about a decade now. My fiance stayed with me when Hurricane Harvey hit uh, as her place completely flooded out. She eventually moved back out. Then after a year, we decided it was time to live together permanently. One night after moving in, she mentioned, quote, the footsteps. And I said, what do you mean? She then tells me that when she was living here for the months after Harvey, she would hear footsteps in the hallway and living room. I asked if it wasn't maybe a weird dream because she has severe sleep issues. She told me definitely not. She would hear it late at night watching TV when she couldn't sleep. The footsteps would come out of the bedroom used as her office, pace the hallway or living room, then stop. She would bring it up a few more times, and I never thought anything of it. We have four pets, and it's an older house that settles. Then, about a year ago, we were talking to one of our neighbors about the previous owners. I knew they were the original owners, and I met the daughter during closing on the house. Well, my neighbor revealed to us that the husband was given in-home hospice in the house for quite some time. In the room. That is now in my fiance's office. He eventually passed away in that room. Oh. Hope you enjoyed the stories. I'm a skeptic that wants to believe. I love sharing these stories. And enjoy not having any solid answers for them. Will from Houston. That rolls. Those are good. Look at that. It's like a, like a solid hit rate. Some people go their whole lives, like me, hoping to have an encounter like this. Can't. Got I nothing. Never do. It hasn't <laughs> happened to me. Um, really good. If people want to keep writing those in even after spooky time uh is over, we will we will still read some of those if they are uh particularly uh, well done. So feel yeah. free to write into uh, waypoint at uh or GamingAdvice.com with uh, uh the title questions or spookies or whatever you want whatever I you want to we- do. Or whack or whack pack. No.
3: Oh god, no, horrifying. I think we need to start a trend of extending spooky season all the way through to thanksgiving if christmas can start the day after thanksgiving halloween can end the day before
0: (laughs) and and arguably could go through christmas not for christmas thus then (laughs) straddles the two holidays and allows you to get all the way to the end of the year um spooky season because that's that's my that's my that's my plan for jackson bones yeah uh is is we're going to do we're going to turn the the skeleton into Jack Skellington, and then nice, nice. get a bunch of uh, things around it for, for, for the Christmas. I don't know what to do for Thanksgiving. I'm, if you have ideas for what Jackson and Bones... Get I'm, a I'm like a big old where...
3: uh, turkey, turkey neck thingy. Mm, What's the turkey neck thingy called? Good. The neck thingy mm. on the turkey, you know.
0: Yeah, the neck thingy. That's close <laughs> enough. Whatever, it's fine. I've, I, I heard Natalie describe a pretzel weirder than uh, <laughs> you calling that a neck thingy. N- so nub to nub or...
3: crucifix. Then the lobes. Stop. Uh, DW from
0: Seattle Christ. writes in, Hello, Pointers. So my partner is really into Disco Elysium. Uh, she's played it so many times now that she has, uh, she has all she has left to do, is ach- achievement-wise, is the terrible fascist cop route. She isn't much for gaming, as most of games cause her motion sickness, uh, so she hasn't really experienced the, quote, achievement hunter moment that many of us had in the late uh, aughts. This has led her down a road to play uh, Disco Elysium as a terrible fascist in order to finish out those sweet, sweet Steam achievements, and something wondrous happened. As I'm sure many of you have experienced, it sucks being mean to characters in a game, especially when you have built up a, quote, relationship with them previously, like she has with the game's uh, sidekick, uh, Kim Kutsuragi. To get the achievement she's, uh, uh, she's after, she has to say some pretty horrible things, as you could guess, and Kim is not exactly pleased with you afterwards. She has felt such a sinking feeling of betrayal and psychic pain for making Kim feel bad. She thought, quote, this achievement was ill-gotten. Was it really worth it? All I did was shove Kim into the goddamn dirt where he doesn't belong. I belong in the goddamn dirt end quote, <laughs> and then she was like, "Wait, it's just a game. none of this matters uh so <laughs> what what if any, are there achievements that you have gone for in a game that made you feel bad? Thanks d w from Seattle. I uh, simply don't
3: no, yeah, no, okay, I've but that's a pulse.
0: Um if we if we sidestep the achievement thing, because yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. in the same boat. No achievements ever anything for me. But what what do you like on the multiple playthrough? Right. What is the approach then? Um I uh, like purely out of time, don't do the playthrough and sort of just consider the run as the canonical run. And in some games, like when we talked about uh oh shit, what was the narrative banger number two of twenty twenty two? in space. Nor- oh citizen S- S- sleeper citizen sleeper. Citizen
3: sleeper. So that was a game that out
0: Yeah, I saw. Yeah, Uh, um, that was a game that I don't want to replay to see different stories and how they can play out. Because I just I liked the canonical what like I was like, that's it. That's what happened to me in this game. And and that's the end of that. Um, I'm curious if the two of you have. What's the approach then for like revisiting a game a second time? Is it capturing the spirit of what you did the first time or deliberately taking a different posture with the playthrough?
2: Uh I don't generally revisit things but when I do I do, like I've been replaying Disco Elysium for example and I have been trying to take a slightly different vibe like the vibe that I've been slightly
0: different vibe what does that mean
2: The well one I haven't played the new content from the mm. uh re-release uh point A point B is that I have not um I wanted to play a bit more physical this time cuz last time I played very like empathetic and like high empathy high like mental stats and this time I mm-hmm. wanted to be like cool What if I just played a strong little freak? Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Um, Because the stat for the, the like category for my favorite stat in that game shivers is physicality. Shivers is the physicality thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I, that's what I went with. Um, So I could have a really high shiver store shivers score. Uh, And so I was very, uh, very excited uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be playing through that. And so if I generally do like a very high mental route, if I ever do replay a game, which is where I will rare, I will generally do like a more physical route.
0: Gato, Any, any, can you think of any time when you've replayed a game and then had to think about the approach? No, I feel not like a lot really. of people experience this, like replaying mass effect, you know, when they did that trilogy release was like, <laughs> okay, are you trying to, well, are you trying to play the version you,
3: Hm I did that. Not on purpose. I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast before, where I repeatedly lost my Mass Effect one save like four or five times and had to replay the first like five hours of that game over and over
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that, but that's delightful. <laughs> uh,
3: I didn't, yeah, I never, I never, I, I'm much like you, just a one and done. Like I try to make mm-hmm. it as like, this is the one, this is the one time I'm going to go. Maybe if there's, um, a sort of like late game save where then I can choose a different thing sometimes I'll do that but uh, most of the time I'm not going to fully replay a game uh, to see other endings like three different
0: stuff. big glowing red buttons like the end of Mass Effect
3: three? I didn't get to three it
0: was four, was four? it four?
3: Oh, you never finished three? no, um. I never I started three, I got through one and two but only started three and never got through it um gotcha. So I don't know about the end of the. I should I should finish those games one day and see what the ending is like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's if only to understand the controversy right. alone. Uh, right, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, just, that, like yeah, like Miles. Yeah, like well, I guess I already spoiled, it, but yeah, like they're, they're like the the way that like choice branch ends is just big glowing buttons. It's a little,
3: <laughs> Great.
0: It's a little inelegant. Um. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Wayward Radio. Oh, I. Oh, hold on. I wanted to mention this to see if I can get some. Feedback from mm. the audience. So I have for a little while I thought maybe my PS5 is busted. Um, it's like, uh-huh. I guess, a launch PS5, even though we, we got it a little earlier, you know, as part of the review process. But so this, happened, this started with The Last of Us uh, remake, remaster, whatever, in which um, when I would load that, when I would load it up, it would, the best way I can describe it is like, it like occasionally flickers. And then also there's like a pink, like colors that appear in the corner. It sort of is the same vibe of like if you've ever seen like a, a modern TV get punched, you know, like, yeah. like the yeah. way the colors sort of like splinter.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's not unplayable, but it's wildly distracting. Um, and so I went through all like before you write in, I went through all the steps. It's like turn off HDR, turn off like there's some some refre- there's like there's different settings mm-hmm. that when people have had s- similar sounding issues, I have done all of those. And it didn't fix it. Change the cable. Change the source. uh, Like done all the so stuff. Does that it like leads you to?
3: Does it do it with any other device on that? Uh, no. It's only the PS5.
0: Only the PS5. Huh. Um, but here's so here so here's where it gets sp- spooky, perhaps. Ooh. Um, is that so? I played like Last of Us six hours that way, and then was like, I should probably write into Sony and see if they can. If I can swap these machines and, like, get a new one. Um, And then didn't do that. Uh, And I'm playing God of War. And I I had hoped maybe it was a Last of Us issue. Like, maybe, like, some weird edge case and it'll get patched out. God of War starts doing the same exact thing. Mm. It's like, ugh, this sucks. Okay, I'm going to have to get this remedied somehow. But then I can't talk about it yet. But I've also been playing Sonic Frontiers. And I have that on a PS5. Mm -hmm. And Sonic Frontiers doesn't do it. And when I launched, like, I played, like, four hours of Sonic Frontiers. And I noted at the end, I was like, oh, huh. It didn't do any of those. It didn't have that issue. That's weird. And when I loaded, so, uh, I exited, or I didn't exit Sonic Frontiers. I just, like, swapped over. Yeah. Loaded up God of War. And when I would already loaded Sonic and then went into God of War, the issue doesn't occur.
3: What? Yeah. Sonic is the secret what? portal to your ability to play other games. Well, but I, I I had come across something similar trying to
0: address this earlier where I loaded up. Like when you load the machine uh-huh. fresh, like it's not happening in the UI. Like it doesn't happen in the UI. Uh-huh. When I load like a God of War or Last of Us, go back to the UI. While that game is the active source, uh-huh. it will come over to the UI. But something about – and I, I believe at one point I tried a different game and it didn't do the issue um so it seems like there's something i don't know what it's it's You're, i've turned off hdr yeah, um, it's
3: haunted patrick i'm pretty sure there's a right? ghost inside of that that playstation 5 and sonic sonic scares them away <laughs> yeah, sonic <laughs> is saving you from the ghosts It's not i'm not breaking a bargain by saying maybe
0: sonic <laughs> frontiers is haunted and uh is chasing away the the visual bugs and i thought i i was pretty sure what we ended up with was some sort of like hdmi like the, it was somehow damaged. It was a handshake issue. Yeah, just, it yeah. Up to the PS5, if anyone has any logical explanations for what they think is happening here, um, I would be delighted to hear. I, I would prefer to not have to ask Sony, "Could you, could you send me a new PS5?" It <laughs> um, rather would just let this one keep working. So if you have any, if you have any potential solutions, <sighs> please uh, write in or at me at Twitter so I can try and diagnose them. But um, bizarre, bizarre. Um, but that is going to do it for. Us, uh, make sure, like we said at the top, head over to waypointgeneralstore.com to buy some new merch, buy some old merch. Um, uh, we've got a bunch up there, and uh, hopefully if this goes well, there was another idea we had for something we wanted to do with an artist that we were very excited to hopefully work with. Uh, hopefully we can do that other thing. Um, do you both remember what I'm referring No, I here? have
2: no fucking idea what you're talking about. Well, I don't want to I don't want to be
0: too oblique, but I'm going to like- Just message me. Act it out, like- wait what uh, uh just message us uh, yes oh
3: right 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 right, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. yes 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 mm-hmm. yes yes
0: mm-hmm.
3: we're still in the realm
0: and Re- i think we can still in the realm yeah. and ren would be very specifically excited about this one um so i want the- oh I want fuck now. yes what <laughs> oh my god i forgot about how fucking thrilled I. i didn't know we were actually going to pursue that well, I don't know. I mean, like that's but that's like kind of, you know, that th- this we couldn't do two things at once. If, so I still like that idea. If so. we
2: pull the trigger on this, I will be mm-hmm. so beyond thrilled. Uh, True sickle- I, will, <laughs> I will never. Sh- I will never
0: shut the fuck up about it. So if you want Ren to never shut the fuck up, go buy some merch. <laughs> yeah. Boypointgeneralstore.com. If you want me to talk more. And we'll see, <laughs> and we'll see uh, what we can do. Um, you can follow uh, me and what I do. Uh, over at Patrick Lubbock. Ren. Where can people follow you? You can follow
2: me talking too much at Ren or Raven.
0: And uh, same same name for for Twitch. If you want to follow the uh, yes. Silent Hill on Saturdays, on Mondays, uh, uh, and on streaming. and on maybe on Wednesdays, and also Ooh. on Fridays. Excellent! Wow, Saturday is everywhere now. Saturday is Saturday. everywhere.
2: Saturday is any day you want it to be. Wait, oh, Saturday Saturday's is everywhere.
3: Five. The Renata Price promise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of. Where can people follow you?
3: At a underscore kato underscore appears on Twitter for now. <gasps> <laughs>
0: are you leaving Twitter? I
3: don't know. Probably not. But
0: not, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> too. I'm I'm broken. I'll, I'll be, I'm gonna be here while it all falls down. Uh, if you want more from Waypoint, you can follow us on Twitter at Waypoint on Facebook and YouTube at Waypoint Vice. I'm trying. We are. If you noticed our Waypoint Twitter account a little more active, we're gonna we're gonna get that going a little bit more. Like there is unfortunately, like we have missed. Some delightful like art and other things that people have been floating through that account. So uh we're gonna I personally am working on trying to get that account a little more active. So uh if you want to give that a follow, please uh do. Uh, um this podcast brought to you ad-free if you're a subscriber over at waypointpost.com. Yeah. Do you wanna
3: do you wanna post to our Instagram?
0: I can no. post to the Instagram. Ren can post to the Instagram. Okay, I can barely handle doing let me that, uh, let me, let me, right Let me, let me it's post a lot. On the Instagram. Can we get a TikTok? Yeah,
3: we have well, a uh, Jimmy, Jimmy no, Geigrich. I've been told no. I've been told no. T- uh, Jimmy Geigrich tagged the Instagram. We just don't have one. Right. We don't have one currently. Jimmy Geigrich, uh, tagged the Instagram in a post he made about the piece. And then oh. I went to the, the account is like, the last thing we posted in there was, uh, um, uh, something about a podcast from last year, maybe? That's more recent than I would have I would have predicted it was years dead. No, I made a post. This was, what, What? what, what, what when was this? July 6th, 2021. Uh, oh. We put a an audiogram for uh, Waypoint Plus June's Game LA Noir with special guest Cameron Cullinsman. What? <laughs> wow time time what that's so long we'll see, ago maybe we'll,
0: maybe we'll give uh, Ren the keys to the instagram give me the um, instagram let me make a
3: tiktok
0: uh, if uh, if you would like to listen to this podcast without ads go to waypointplus.com it's also it supports our ability to do twitch streams you are uh you know the waypoint plus the bucket overflows at the moment um you you know you get uh, access to episodes of of man hunting you get access to lots of episodes of plus uh things early and without ads like my turn um which we're going to be recording the next one of that White House Down. Have you? Have, you have any of you watched that? No, yet? no, no not yet. I'm watching it okay, tonight. Okay, we're right.
2: watching it. We're recording that tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah I'm watching that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might watch it tomorrow morning, just coming, just fresh. Wow. Like, just fresh just, wow. oh, let's go. Um, <laughs> so look forward to that. Um, that we'll be recording that uh, tomorrow. Um, and then uh, you will get that. Is that going to go out this week? Is that uh...
3: I think that's the idea. I, think I believe so, right? that is a yes. turnaround the next day situation. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. Uh our theme music is by Bowen. The track has missed you off the EP panel machine. You can learn more at waypoint.zone bowen. Uh also if you missed Save Point, our three days of raising eighty thousand dollars for National Network Woo! of Abortion Funds. Um shout outs to the community for rallying behind us once again. Uh the uh there, the full VODs are up on twitch.tv slash waypoint and then Kato is working to slice up.
1: For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Pretty a
0: bunch yeah. uh, on there, um, so make sure to check that out uh, if you haven't already. Uh, that's us calling time on this podcast. Uh, we will talk to you again on Friday. Until then, fuck capitalism. Go home. Get spooky.